Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome back to Two Judgy Girls. This is Mary from the Bay. This is Courtney from LA, and I feel like we need to change your some like your name, like Mary Rose from like Charleston. <laughs> you guys, I mean, you guys, what? Like I, I have been waiting. Like this is okay. Ever since we recorded last week, and we recorded on a Thursday, so news was really you know we released it. Most people listened to it on a Friday. So much has happened in like six days. So much has happened. It's felt like a lifetime. We this is going to be a long podcast. I have a feeling. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we can blabber on for hours. <laughs> we sure can. That is something we are good at. The gift of gab. But okay, I just have to thank every one of you because I commented on Shep's photo of him in San Francisco and people were liking it and people were commenting too. I harassed him on DMs. <laughs> so did and so did the jurors. I just I really really appreciate the help and you guys Sunday my dreams did come true now I wanted to say like Thursday came and while you were like live texting like this was an exciting thing and I honestly was like I maybe we need to stop this podcast maybe you need to go like meet Shep and like see what happens like but you know what you were a true professional and you stayed on (laughs) and it was like you were rewarded for making the right decision if you will like I was like you had an obligation to give to the fans of like you know doing a two-hour podcast which I don't think anybody would have been upset like we had a couple of dms that were like Courtney you could have just kept going and let Mary gone like (laughs) which is very true which and I'm like you're right like it could have just been dead space on the other end and I would have still talked for like three hours it would have been fine but it was it like you were rewarded and you were not a quitter no okay so basically you guys Courtney 
FaceTimes me on Sunday. I was like, this is kind of weird. At like 9 a.m. Yeah. Like very early. And I was like, hi. What's up? I, I was literally like doing a jade roller. <laughs> yeah, she was rolling her face. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> and she was like, um, go to our DMs. And I was like, oh, God. I was like, what? Uh. Like, what happened this weekend? <laughs> often Courtney will just like like text me oh my god or like g chat me oh my god and i'm like i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing like i get nervous <laughs> i like to leave things in suspense <laughs> and it's shep rose and it's like hey um i'm coming back to sf today what are you what are you up to tonight and i i, I died i melted i mean i, I didn't dead. even open i did not even open the dm because you that that was so deserving for you to see. Like I just saw that he had sent us one, and I was like, "Oh God!" And I closed out of it directly. Called you immediately. Yeah, like, it was great. It said, "Gonna be in SF tonight." Oh, it's shaking. And I go. I was like, "Play cool, you play have cool." To do it, you have to do it. And I'm like, "Oh!" I was like, "I don't really want to go." I'm like, "It's Sunday. I work tomorrow. I've had a week off. Like that's not a good look for me." Because <laughs> you knew I was gonna get shipped. <laughs> Uh, and you, and then I was you like, got okay. Shut-faced. She then she put me on a peer pressure text message I with did. a bunch of friends hazing me to like you have to hang out. Mm-hmm. So I wrote back, "What time will you be back in SF? Warriors are playing." Because I was like, "That's a twelve thirty game. Like at least we could like day drink." <laughs> and then he was like, "Oh, going to Terrapin Crossroads on the way back, which is like in Marin, where I'm from." And then I was like, yeah, that's a great place for deadheads. And he's like, yeah, that's me and Andy Cohen. And then I said, well, let me know when you get back to SF and we can grab a drink. Here's my number if texting's easier. Now, remind and- like, let's, let's, I want to remind the fact that what I love about this is you've sent this to multiple Bravo celebrities where you've given them your phone number and they have like willingly texted you or given theirs back. Like Kelly, Kelly Dodd. And Kelly Dodd. And, um, uh, like Emily, Orange County, yeah. Rob, when Rob was okay, yeah. Like it's really weird. So I then think he texts me. You have a very giving face. Like they know you're like they're down. You're gonna have a good time when you're with Summer Mary. He didn't even know what I looked like. Besides the fact <laughs> it was the way you texted, he was like, "This could never be Courtney. This is definitely Summer Mary." And I like the way she sounds. So then he he texted me and was like, "This is Shep," and I was like. <laughs> Okay, cool. I was like, well, just text me when you get back to the city. And he's like, okay, I'll be back around 430. I was like, okay, why don't we go to this bar, blah, blah, blah. And then, of course, the bar I go to, it, literally not one person is in the bar, you guys. Out of like, that, what I love is like out of all the times that like you go to a bar, you're like, no, this place is usually pop in. There was not one person in there. I wrangled up two of my friends. Thank you, Ayala. Thank you, Andrea, for coming. And I, of course, I brought Bertie. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, you guys, we have to go somewhere else. This is like, like so embarrassing. And he was taking a little bit longer. So whatever. We go to campus. Um, so did you have him meet you at the first bar or did you say change of plans, come here instead? Change of plans, come meet, meet smart, me at this smart. other place, which smart. was around the corner. And also like you're busy, you know, you're like, I'm bar hopping with my friends. You didn't come at the designated time. I've moved on. It's Sunday fun day. Mm-hmm. Um, and he walks in. It's like... Hey, also, like, I was, like, holding my dog because I, I sent him a picture of Birdie. Like, this is how you'll find me. Yeah. So I was, like, just find this angel and we are with her. <laughs> what I wish is that you sent these as voice notes. 
<laughs> well, I was talking to him like that's how I talk to my friends. I'm like, just look for the angel in the bar, and you'll you'll find me with her. Um, <laughs> and that I brought my dog to the bar. It's just embarrassing. You do that all the time at SF, though. Yeah, and I get mad when they're like, "No animals, I'm allowed." I'm like, "You don't even serve food." It's an emotional support dog. I think she's a service dog. Anyways, um, <laughs> is she? No. Oh, I was like, wow. wow but they wow. can't ask. Okay. So I do it sometimes. But I try to be a little bit I, – I don't take her everywhere. We're anyway. digressing. Back to the story. Back to Shep. So basically he like walks in and he's like, all right, um, I'll get a beer and, and shots. It's <laughs> like, oh, God. And you're also, go. you were also wearing a two judgy girls hat. So that was like your red rose. No, I wasn't wearing it at the time because oh. I wanted him to wear it. I was like, oh, you can have this. And he said he didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I don't want that. Oh, I was like, right. wow, okay. But he was just as – he appears on the show like he's a total open book. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that he came in. He got you guys. So, OK, so he got a beer. You guys all got a round of shots. Mm-hmm. And then like what what was like the opening line? Like what what was the conversation at first? Did you guys just talk shop first? Of like, hey, let's do like the Bravo, like, you know, high level stuff. And then as we drink a little bit more, we'll go deeper. It was no, it was just kind of like old besties, I guess. But he knew nothing about me and well, still doesn't. You know, and maybe that's for the better. Like, I don't even, I don't even know if he knows I'm a teacher. Like, what? I don't know what we really talked about. I feel like I talked about everything and nothing. Mm-hmm. But he, I mean, he from your answer, yeah, any question I asked, I like but, that. Yeah, it was just like hanging. We're just hanging. So okay, so you guys talked Bravo stuff, which is great. And then mm-hmm. I, you, you guys went live a couple of times. Yes. Um, I love that. And now, where at what point, like, how many drinks would you say that you guys ha- You guys were with each other for how long? Five hours. Five. Wow. And then. At like nine, I was like, I gotta go. I, I like work tomorrow. <laughs> okay. But, so, but actually, he was like, I gotta go. Like, it was a mutual, I gotta go. It was more him oh, saying well, he got to go. <laughs> Whatever. Besides the point. I mean, I couldn't believe he hung up for that long. I mean, he said he was also kidnapped by me. So yeah, okay. Um, so what? So that was going to be my question: is like, at what point you were at campus? I love the person who DM'd us too and was like, "Oh my God, Summer Mary, I saw you across the street and I was about to shout at you like Summer Mary." She goes, "But then I saw you were with Shep, and I was like, I cannot blow this for her." Oh, that's so cute. You <laughs> should. He he loved the attention. He loved being recognized. He's also like totally in on it. Like he's not above it. Like he mm-hmm. totally likes to take pictures with people. He he enjoys it. Yeah. So okay, you said you did tell me at one point that he left not to be sexual or anything, but he left with a friend to go buy a hat. Like, yeah. Were, was this at the first bar? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so can you explain what happened and, with that? And other things that you can only buy in California. Okay, so like he just, like, was he like, hey, I'm just going to go around the corner or was like. He was really, he bought a couple hats that day and a shirt. He but still said he wouldn't was supporting, take the two judgy girls hats. He wouldn't take the two judgy girls hats. He, he was into supporting the local economy. He really loved San Francisco. Um, we took him to Buena Vista and I, I was like, you have to get the Irish coffee here. Like, that's what they're known for. And he's like, I don't want to get that. And I was like, no, like, that's why you come here. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, I just want – he yeah, didn't want What was his drink of choice? Just beers and Jameson. Okay. And – And? He had a Bailey's and coffee. So he did and, So he did get end up getting – No, but he wouldn't put the whiskey in it. 
that's okay. And then he knocked over mine. Oh, so so it <laughs> like got a little thing. It got a little sloppy, in a good way though. Yeah, and then and then we went to this this last bar, Balboa, of course. Obviously, and this guy like recognized him one away right away, and was like, "Come sit with us. We'll buy you drinks." And so we go and sit with this guy, and he was feeling pretty, pretty good. Now, was this you and just you and Shep at this point, or were your friends still around? And one other friend still there. Okay. And then Shep was like, "All right, I'm gonna go." It's like nine, and then the guy was like, "So then we all just like leave and we walk out." And the like bar person's like, "You didn't pay." I was like, "That guy said he was gonna pay for us," and the, the guy was getting mad about paying. I was like, "Okay, this is like really weird. I, I just need to go home. Give me the bill." So you paid for Shep's drinks. <laughs> He's got that Bravo money. Oh my god, are you gonna I try to expense it? I was like, "How much do you make?" And he was like. Like for I don't know you know everything cause things are a little hazy but I I swear I want to say like five hundred thousand dollars a season but maybe I'm wrong. Now look I I don't even care about how much he gets paid because he's a trust fund kid so I'm never really worried about that. But I he do... has like some projects he's yeah. working on like three projects. Something sounds like a trust fund kid. Yep. <laughs> about like there was a project about a wheelchair movie. Oh. <laughs> the, I don't know it was odd. Okay, but here's what I really want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Were you, parentheses Southern, charmed by his personality? Like, do you get how, do you understand how, like, girls kind of, like, throw themselves at him or, like, how when he goes out, like, he gets a crowd? Like, did you understand that, like, with hanging like, with hanging out with him? Or were you more starstruck in the sense of him being, like, a Bravo celebrity, if that makes sense? I did not feel starstruck, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, it felt very like... You guys had chemistry. Like, like, not like like sexual chemistry, just like very much like you'd said before, like your old friends, like... That's what it felt like. I felt like I was meeting up with someone I've known since third grade, to be honest. It really did just feel pretty natural. Um, I love but it. But I didn't feel a love connection. I asked, I asked him about a relationship and he said that was not how his show, he pictured the show. He wanted it to be like an Anthony Bourdain dating show and that he wanted to go to like each city and like, like San Francisco and date like a hipster and then like go to Texas and like date a farmer and more like that. And he's like, that show did not go the way he wanted it. Well, and it happened after he came off a bad season too. Absolutely. As well, not season two, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was just. But I mean, I thought, I thought, you know what? If Mary ever went to Charleston, she could, you could easily text Shep and be like, "Hey, I'm in Charleston. Like, where should I go? What should I do?" And he would like, oh, yeah. take you on the town. Like, you guys seems like. But then I'm also like, they meet so many people. I'm like, would he even really remember me? Sure. I, I don't know. I think, but I mean, okay, truthfully, only because of the two judgy girls thing, probably. Yeah. But. I mean, I'd like to think I, that... I, you guys, I was shocked that he posted, like, on a story with me. I, like, a couple. <laughs> yeah, this was, like, he did one yesterday, too, and, like... Sunday. It made me feel, like, um, validated. Yeah, I... <laughs> like, I'm in this. This is real. You guys, from what we started as, I, this is, like, real. <laughs> I mean, I'm so proud of you. I thought, like... And guys, let's just be like very fair. Like while I was harassing Mary to go meet up with him, her only re- rebuttal back of what she didn't want to was, "You would never do this." And I was like, 
I was like, 100%. And people don't want to hang out with me. Like, you go, if you hang out with a, one of the judgy girls, you clearly, like, even I make the decision to hang out with Summer Mary. But you never want to hang out with me. That's true. But I also don't want to hang out with myself. So, <laughs> but I'm just like so proud that because I just felt so bad on Thursday when you didn't, like when your friends had seen him and I was like, oh, like what could have been? And there was something like weird that I, like, and you also predicted it too. You were like, he's here for Napa. I know I did really. And he, so he was a wine judge. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so it wasn't necessarily a wedding, but you knew he was going to Napa. Like, but there was like, when you're saying all this and it was being validated, I was like, oh my God, there's a cosmic connection. Something is happening. I do think I do have some a sixth sense sometimes. Yeah. I mean, you see dead people. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty yeah. Much. But you guys really have to appreciate Courtney was a true M-K-E-P-I on this Fofty Lala Rand case. And can you break it down for us? I need to preface this a little bit. So this all happened. This all started Friday, too, which is so fucking rude. Like, we literally just released this podcast and all this stuff starts happening. And I'm like, are you kidding? Like, of course, like we do or like we do need a special podcast, but there's no time. How are we supposed to do this? Like how? And and I can't even keep up with it. Minute to minute, things are changing. I just have to say, I never want to see another photo of Lala and Rand ever in my life. And I say this now, but as I break my rules all the time, like I never even want to talk about them again. I don't want to give them the attention that they're so clearly craving. But I'll spend because you feel like what? I feel like I'm a sheep. I feel like I'm a clown. Like they just played me. The joke is on me. And you know what? I don't wait. The joke is on you because they wanted better ratings for the VPR finale. No. No, no, no. So let's start from the beginning. Wait, or is it because they want their own show? No, I just think now I don't I don't know what really happened with the Fofty Randall Lala scenario like that could maybe be that seems like it could be real. But then what happened yesterday and I'll get into this with the the chronology of everything. But what happened yesterday like really started to piss me off because there it was looking like they were breaking up because Lala started deleting Right. But let's get photos. into that. Let's start from let's start from square one, and then we'll go into that. But that yesterday is like what I finally was like the camel that broke the sh- like the straw that broke the camel's back, if you will. Okay. Like okay, so Friday comes. <sighs> let's even see if I can remember this. I'm doing this straight from my brain. I should have taken notes when it happened, but I, I it was too much. Okay, so Friday, fifty. Well, he's still fifty at this point. Fifty cent mm-hmm. posts a video from Vanderpump Rules. Of Lala t- in the hair salon telling Stassi basically that the first night she met Rand, she let him hit it. The next day she had a Range Rover. Basically called her, like, basically, like, talking about, like, you know, the sugar daddy ways or whatever. And 50 posts that clip saying, like, she's a hoe. Now, right. here's my qualms, right? I don't think that 50 should have called her a hoe. I think there's a difference of, like, if you're like, hey, I'm a hoe, that doesn't, like, always give permission p- for people to call you that. I'm just going to say that. Like, I'm very much, like, women empowerment. Woo, you know, but whatever. So then she – so then – so then the You can also look at our highlight. Yes, but they deleted that one photo. He, 50 deleted all oh. of his photos, and I will get there too. But <laughs> Okay, so then – 
So then he started retaliating a little bit. And word on the street is because when he posted that, Lala and Rand then went to Us Weekly to try to sell a story about it. And when they called 50 for his side of the story, he got pissed that they were trying to, like, capitalize on this. So then he starts going off on Lala in, like, in the comment section, basically saying, like, this is, a like, his, um, Rand and Lala's role play relationship is based on Me Too, where Rand plays, like, this high profile, you know, he's a producer and he's acting, asking this actress to come and audition for him, which she's basically saying happened the first night, like, she was supposed she to go. Admitted on, it. Yeah, she was supposed to go audition for him, and then ended up giving him a BJ, and now she's got a PJ. You know, and so he's like calling that out, which is like, and so then she comments, being like, "You're gonna do like really fifty? You're gonna do that on the gram?" Calls fifty. She talks about putting a strap on, like all this stuff. Then starts deleting it. Stassi comments on it, and then. It's like, it's all this drama. So then, basically, 50's kind of like, fuck this shit. Like, after that Us Weekly stuff happened, he's like, fuck this. Like, I want my money now. Okay. I have to. he owes Randall Randall $1 Randall owes him $1 million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let me, let me, I will go into our highlights because I think it is important to see what's still there. Um, So, Okay. So let's see. So somebody said, is it Randall, the super producer? He said, yeah. 50 says, yeah, he's a sucker. And then his Me Too, it says, Me Too role play. Are you an actress? Come to my hotel and act like you really want the role. Then suck a dick. No good, Randall. No good. And then Lala, Lala, her exact comment was, wow, 50, I'm disgusted. We've sat up at dinner solo with you. You showing mad love while begging Rand to put one of your new talentless bitches in a film, which is rich because we've seen her act. And then this is how you come for me on the gram. And then she says, she swears, she swears she's a thug from Southside Jamaica, Queens, up in here watching Bravo. I can't. Coming for me on, yeah, on the gram, someone has forgotten where they come from. It's like, Lauren, you're from Utah. Um, I smell fish coming from 50s direction. Vanderpump Rules airs Monday nights at 9, 8 central, only on Bra- only by Bravo TV. I've got the strap. Now, I think what Lala should have said on that, if she wanted to, like, really win in this, she should have just said, thanks for the press. Vanderpump Rules airs Monday. Like, something like that. Mm-hmm. Then somebody comments on Amber, which is Amber is, fit- is Rand's. Lala's. And Rand's. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Rand's ex. Yes. She says, somebody's like, hey, have you seen what's going on? She's like, yes, 50 Cent said it's best. Ho's winning. I guess if that's what you what you call it, Randy got what he wanted. And so James Kennedy's commenting, I'm dead. Stassi's like, this is treason. Like, hashtag guillotine. People, like, came for Stassi and that. Like, it was wild. Randall on his Instagram then had, originally his profile picture was of him and 50. And then he deleted that and then changed it to him and Lala. Okay. And then, so then all this stuff happened where basically 50 then starts posting the text messages from Randall because he's pissed he wants his money. And this is where Foxy comes in. That's (laughs) crazy. Basically, he's like, the text is like, and I don't have those because he deleted it. 50 then deleted all of his photos once he got his quote-unquote million. But so basically, Rand is like, hey, that's my fiancé. So basically, it's like, don't call her my hoe girlfriend. She's my hoe fiancé. And then he's like, please stop with this. Like, I said I'm sorry, Fofty. And he's like, I asked you to be in my wedding. And 50 responds like, and what do you think I want to do that? I ain't got time for that shit. 
<laughs> and I'm like, that is how I'm responding when anybody asks me to be a bridesmaid in their wedding. <laughs> Amen. And then he's like, please stop post, like, please stop texting. Like, I'm going to go to the hospital. I'm going to have a heart attack. Like, oh, God, stop. And 50's just like exposing him. But now, while he's posting this, 50 Cent has also not realized that he's called him Fofty by autocorrect. You mean and Rand? 50 has not. 50 Cent has not realized that Rand called him Fofty. Right, Because right, everybody right. then starts calling, taking off on this Fofty. Like, this is the most, it is, like, the most hilarious thing. To the point where, like, and not until the next day is 50 Cent, like, who is Fofty? <laughs> like, tweets about who is Fofty. And it's like, oh, my God, like, read these text messages. So then he just kind of starts, like, going in on Rand, being like, you owe me, you know, you're sp- you owe me a million dollars over six years, but fuck that shit. Like, if, you're, if your girl is saying she's riding on PJs, she's getting Gucci slides, that clearly you have money somewhere. Money by Monday. Yeah. Yeah. So then he posts a photo of them. He's like, look at this motherfucker taking a selfie. Money by Monday, Randall. Also, cannot he... That's the only time he also spells Randall's name right. Every oh. other time he's spelling it wrong. And I'm like, how do these people not have each other in their phone as their correct name? And then I realized 50 actually has him in his phone as the wrong spelling. Oh, my God. So good. But, like, that's how you want... That's the people you want in your wedding. You know? Unreal. Yeah. So... Basically, all these like memes start coming out where obviously everybody's capitalizing this love. I'm like so sad. I'm not technologically savvy enough to make the shirts that I had put on our story. <laughs> I'm I, sorry, Fofty. I said, I'm sorry, Fofty. Like money by Monday, Randall. Like all these things are just so hilarious. And then basically like we're kind of all like, I mean, I put a countdown like money by Monday, like Rand pays Fofty. The whole time I just kept on singing in my head, bitch better have my money. Yeah. And then and then somebody then went into Rand's um, Wikipedia and changed that. And it's like, Emmett is currently. Who can do that? Anybody. Who can do that? Anybody. So you can go in and then like basically it can be like approved and then like denied and then approved. So now I think this personally got a little out of hand because like again we need to remember that we're just kind of like bystanders in this and we can like make fun of it but we should never it's kind of like when they talk about time travel like you can watch but you should not involve yourself right right you know so I loved when somebody the first edit basically says he owes 50 cent in parentheses 50 a million dollars to be paid by Monday April 29th of 2019 and that was like killing me now granted this whole time then people made all these edits and then it like got too far because i don't think that we should be calling lala a whore or like a prostitute or like all these things like i kind of feel like lala should technically be left out of it like yes she put all that on national tv and it's on a tv show and he ran with that but then like when she inserted herself like she just shouldn't have you know no and then but also like now people are saying other stuff is going to come out about Randall. Yeah, so there's been so there's a couple of things that people have been talking about. One is that it goes along the lines of what we've been saying where we think he's in debt. So he basically borrows money from other people to pay back other people and to pay back these debts. That's one thing that's coming out. The second thing that's coming out is Saturday night after uh 50 50 like demanded all this money for him. Word is that Randall actually went because remember Randall plays poker and he plays like these late night poker Mm -hmm, tournaments mm -hmm. which I've heard he's just an awful human being at and like always loses and so he basically went there to go try to make money and ended up ended up like losing money didn't make any money whatever mm -hmm. 
that's like a, that's the second thing. The third thing is now there's been this tweet that's going around of this guy, um, and I don't remember what his last name is, but it's um, Adam something. And if you guys are in our Facebook group, Jury Speaks, there are there's more information on that there. Um, but basically, that there are two women who have like who have been like sexually assaulted or have these cases against Rand that have like that they've already like gone to the police about and that they think is actually going to come to light. And I that, I actually I mean. Yeah. 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 I I mean, we've had, we had people DM us saying that like they've, you know, Rand had been texting them before and like, he's a crazy person. Like he's clearly like, I don't, I I think he definitely, I mean, we see it. Like, I think he definitely uses his power, his position of power, like to, to be up there and to tell other people that they're not and whether, whether that's sexual or just like with money in general, I think that's like a clear indication. Mm-hmm. Like the mm-hmm. moment when they broke up and Lala said he took my Gucci slides. Yeah. Like that's a very, very much calculated of like who he is. Right. But so, okay. So continuing with this story too is what got difficult was then Rand decided to block us. Like we were just reporting. We weren't doing anything mean about it. I was trying it. to be very unbiased Unbiased. but also like having fun with the situation because like let's be honest like this season of Vanderpump Rules didn't really bring us anything like you worked tirelessly on this story (laughs) I'm no joke Saturday night I didn't go out because I wasn't like feeling 100 I passed out like 10 I woke up at 3 a.m and I was like I know something happened and I check on the case no joke and I check and I'm like oh god gotta post some stories and I'm like I I never stop like go to bed like what are you doing like this can wait but I knew I would either wake up with like we'd wake up with like thousands of dms being like did you see this because we hadn't reported on it yet so I did it in or I did it tireless effort (laughs) Jesus but so then I mean it just like so then Sunday rolls around and you know people are starting to get worried like what if Rand does not pay this I was asking my sister that's a lawyer. I'm like, like, okay. Uh, like, I'm like, could Randall actually, like, get money from 50? Like, this is, like, cyberbullying and, like, slander yeah. and, like, harassment. And she's like, well, if it's true, it's not slander. Yeah. And I was like, good point. And he really gave him the money. So, but, Well, what I'm curious about. So he actually, on Saturday, I missed this point, but he actually did wire 50 50 250000 on Saturday. But what Fofty wanted was the rest of his million. Mm-hmm. And so that was why he was saying, like, money by Monday. And so it's like, does he have a case? Because if it's not written, like, are these written contracts? Like, somehow I just don't see there being, like, a written contract of this. I feel like they just, like, I agree. they throw money on a bed, roll in it, or they, like, put it, you know, like those those money machines when you're, like, a kid and, like, you'd <laughs> step inside and the air would come up and you try to cash mo- like, yeah, catch money. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's the dumb shit that they do with their money. And they're like, hey, Rand's like, hey, <laughs> no, Fofty's like, hey, Rand, whatever you can catch in three minutes, you can keep and then pay me back over six years. And Rand ended up catching a million. Right, right. Also, like, who knew like 50 cent had so much money i thought he fired filed for bankruptcy i mean he he was on like he was on million dollar listing this year um new york frederick Mm -hmm. was the agent and he had bought the an old um the old mike tyson house Mm -hmm. and was like trying to sell it for like 12 years trying to sell that house for 12 years Mm -hmm. and he ended up 
giving, making it into a camp, like the house into a camp because he like couldn't sell it. But it was only worth like four million. Yeah, and I think it he bought like it for like eighteen or something, property. right? Something crazy. Mm-hmm. He bought it for like a ton of money, and then tr- like ended up having to, or wanted to sell it for a lot of money. I think, and I, the twelve years could be off. I thought that's what I read. Like he was trying to sell it for a really long time. Like would put it on the market, take it off, put it on the market, take it off. It's like a huge piece of property. Mm-hmm. But I just like how much money does Fifty Cent really even have? I feel like Fifty Cent has a lot of cash and not a lot saved in accounts. <laughs> okay. Like or like has like like I just feel like he has stacks and stacks where he just like throws at bitches and hoes. Have money. And now listen it to did have a strip club downstairs. Yeah, I just want to state too, like I am not on Fofty's side because I think like. First off, he is a troll to the nth degree. Wait, wait. $0.50 cents net worth is about $30 million? Mm, well, What maybe, did he make money on? Maybe you get maybe because, like, hey, Shorty, it's your birthday. is like the new happy birthday. He gets, like, residuals every time it's played. He's also a producer. He's on Power that he produces with Rand. He was on that show. He's on this in this movie or something called Den of Thieves that I've been seeing on Showtime recently. Like... He has money. I just think he spends it horribly. Wow. I just didn't really realize like 30 million. Mm-hmm. And so then it was like, you know, like what's going to happen? And then we're like, too, like, okay, Rand has to pay like money by Monday, but is it East Coast time? Is it West Coast time? <laughs> Are we central? Like, what it's time? Like, it, maybe it was an 8 a.m., like but, business day. Or maybe it was like the gentleman thing of like, you get 11.59 p.m. from wherever you are at that time so like rand is just like chasing time he's like flying to hawaii like stop you know like just is like going backwards around the world so he can like make sure that he's close to midnight like but also like could you imagine if someone owed you a million dollars and they're taking like pjs from la to palm springs yeah that would piss me off for sure and I, so i think that's what that's i think what like originally set the whole thing off yeah and so and may, mind you like this time too like we don't necessarily know what Rand's doing. We know that he posted a photo of home. And I was like, is this home after he had gone to the hospital for his fake heart attack? Or is this the home that he's showing 50? Like, hey, here's your collateral if I can't pay you on Monday. This is your home. Like, we don't necessarily know. And then Lala is like posting. She's like, give them Lala 20% off. I mean, that's smart though. <laughs> yeah, I know. And But like also mind you too, like all these pages, these followings are growing like yeah infinitely like in one day like rand who's like why are we all following this fat thumb like he gained like fifty thousand followers in a day i'm like we're lucky if we gain five followers in a day no we gained like i know because and this game we gained gained a couple thousand because of this yes that's true so like we did capitalize off of it somewhat but it's like you know we're bravo celebrities we need more arrests we need more divorces and more Bitch better have money. Yeah, we need as many feuds as possible. (laughs) So then Monday rolls around and everyone, everybody, like anybody who's anybody that has been in this, like is on the edge of their seat just waiting. Like what were you doing as a teacher? I mean, I just had my night with Shep Rose. Like, yeah, you weren't as involved in this. I was like just trying to get to work. Yeah, but like all the rest of us were like on the edge of our seat, like, oh my God, it's 8 a.m. East Coast time. Like, oh God, you know, like, what's Fofty gonna do? Like, where are we gonna go? Like, what's happening? And it's just like radio silence. And then 
Fofty just posts a text at like 1 p.m. or maybe it was like 11 a.m. our time where he's just like, hey, give me a call. I got an idea. This is Rand. And then he's like, basically, it's all fine. He's wired him the money. Everything's fine. Then Fofty decides he's going to delete all the previous. Like, and mind you, there were like, he was taking all the memes that were made and putting them on his <laughs> on his story. He sold $300,000 worth of t-shirts over this. Like, he was clearly, like, perpetuating this whole thing. And, like, let's remind you of how shitty of a person, like, 50 Cent is. Is that, again, one of my favorite feuds is he bought the first 20 rows at Jaw Rule's concert so that nobody could sit in them. He's Petty. Like he's he's disowned his own son because he pissed him off, and now just like post stories about how what he's going to give his other son. Like he's an asshole. He's scary, yes. and then just never forget Chelsea Handler used to sleep with him. Yeah, like he like he like belittles people. He's very rude to people. Like I'm not again. I'm on team nobody. I'm team like we all got fucking fucked here. Okay, so then that happens, and then everything just seems to like kind of return back to normal. Except for yesterday. Oh, yeah. I, did, I, I was convinced yesterday. I was like, oh, Lala and Rin are definitely done. So, like, yeah. too many things came to light for her. She is over him. Starts. She deletes her Instagram profile picture. And then, like, every single picture of her and Rand. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, she starts. I don't believe she deleted them. I believe she archived them. But so, basically, it actually started with a story. So she put a story saying, it's funny the ones who call you a hoe are the ones that you wouldn't let hit it. Mm-hmm. Which is like, okay, so you're telling me that 50 Cent tried to hook up with you, but you chose Rand instead? Right. Like, don't, no. And like, and you're like, no, like, just don't, not even that, but just like, why are you put like, after this whole, like, because, oh, I didn't even touch on, like, the Me Too stuff, like, with Lala going back on that and everything. And I don't even want to go in there because I think it's, like, I think that they both actually are trivializing it. And I think it's almost yeah. like they're both using it for their side. And it's that's, like, not fair to, like, the movement itself. I think it's just overall, like, trivializing it. And agree to disagree. I don't, that should not be, like, where we're stopping on this. But so then she posts that. And then... Like, I screenshot that she posts, like, two other things. I miss those ones because, like, shit, I got to freaking work, you know. And then <laughs> she posts, like, silenced. What did she say? I got to I gotta reopen this because I was, like, so confused by it, by what was happening. Um, but also, it's like she is not the sharpest tool in the shed. So, like, what she says half the time doesn't even make sense. Well, and what's – so it's actually – I kind of made this weird connection, and you tell me what you think, but she – people always try to say, like, isn't Lala kind of a young Erica Jane? I think Lala is a young Kelly Dodd. Mm, just, what, like, spits out shit. Like, literally, just, like, anger. whatever you're thinking of, like, this is, like, what, you know, like – It's nasty. Yeah, and then, like, kind of, like, puts her foot in her mouth, and I think it's – like, it might be different because Kelly, you know, has, like, a little bit of years on her – but, um, okay, so she posted, funny how the ones calling you a hoe are the ones you never let hit it. And my questions were, so Fofty tried to hook up with Lala, but, like, why is she putting her foot in the mouth in her mouth now? Like, we know Fofty plays dirty. Like, why are you opening up this can of worms again? And then, like, I was like, I'm over this. But I wasn't because they sucked me back in. So then she posted two again that I said, like, I didn't get to see were deleted. And then she posted silence. I see how it works now. 
And it's like, it's very confusing. Like, who is silencing her? Is it mm-hmm. Rand? Because that was like part of the deal when he was paying to 50. And also, they're saying it wasn't a million that he was owed. They're saying it was only 65,000. And either way, I'm like, that is still like, when we hear those numbers, I'm like, whoa, like 65,000 in one day? Like, that's crazy. Wait. It was only sixty five thousand. So that's like the that's what people are saying, and then so I don't believe that. So well, that's like the whole thing. So then I don't know if you remember Nick Ritchie, who's also now trying to get in on this too, and he's posting about it, and he decided to try to trademark the term "fofty." So he's like, anything you're making off of this, you owe me money for it, and fuck this guy, Nick Ritchie, first off, and then he's trying who, to say, who like, is he even? So Nick Ritchie is. I don't know if you recall, but when we were like in college, there was a website called thedirty.com. And basically it was a place oh, for misogynistic oh. assholes to submit photos of women and they could like rate them or talk shit on them or say what they would change about them. Like it's disgusting. And now I'm already going into a rage because I have a personal vendetta with this as there was a San Diego State page and I was on it. I, this like came out. I felt like it was my senior year. This this is might have been like I mean we're a year apart. Like it was like it could have been I it could have been after the fact or something. I just remember I had there was like a photo of me and this guy was like, Oh god, she looks like a rat and I was like, <laughs> Oh, good one and I was like how I literally commented on it, how did you know my dad is Splinter from the Ninja Turtles? <laughs> Because I was like, what the fuck? Like, I was, like, so annoyed because I'm like... That would have, like, made me cry. Oh, I mean, I, I hate Not myself. You- <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I just was like, this is, like, the best you could come with that I look like a rat. Like, I will literally submit a photo of myself and give you 15 worse things than that. Like, do you know what I mean? I was like, like, what? Like, that's... Oh, your- my God. For me at that time, that would have, like... They would have said something about your white pumps. No, they would have looked at those. <laughs> they would have been like, check the, check this picture in 10 years because this is going to be a fashion hit. <laughs> <laughs> you wore white patent leather pumps. I, I never owned white patent leather pumps. I had silver pumps, though. Steve I Madden. Like, like magenta. Ew, I can't believe. Oh, my God. We got to find some pictures of us in fashion. Just and- go on the dirty.com from 2007. You'll find photos of me there. But anyways, this guy's a fucking asshole, too. And so people are, like, very much like, oh, Nick Ritchie said he only had to pay 65000 And I figured out the reason why he's getting involved is because he was supposed to develop a show with Rand producing that fell through. Oh. So man. where I have a personal vendetta against Nick Ritchie, he has one against Randall. God, there's so much going on here. Yeah, so then all that stuff happened yesterday with Lala. Then, like, I don't believe she deleted any of them, but she just started archiving them. She changed her picture, her her Instagram profile picture to black, which is, like, Ariana Grande's is black. So I'm like, is this, like, the new, like, I've been silenced or something? Like, what is, like, what's... Oh, this means something. Like, I, I don't know, and I don't want to, again, I don't want to, like, speculate on what I don't know because I don't, I don't know, but, like... The whole thing was just, it kind of, you know, obviously everybody then, it's like the Facebook group, it's like, oh, did you guys know Rand and Lala unfollowed each other? And it's like. You guys, I couldn't take that one more DM about that. They've never, ever followed each other. I believe in the very beginning they might have followed each other, but then they unfollowed because they have said many times it's toxic for their relationship. Which, don't even get me started on what that is because I feel like that might be a problem, but maybe it works for them. I don't know. Okay, I will say one thing about Rand. 
I think he truly adores his daughters and has like a total blast with them all the time. Sure. You can be a great dad and still be a fucking dickhead and look like one too. If he got the Kybella, it would solve a lot of his issues. He clearly has money somehow. Like hire a personal trainer. And like that's why I think he wants to be fat. I think he wants to look like that to prove that he can get whatever he wants. Oh, it's really sickening. Which is so gross. And what? so then, like, this whole thing, like, you know, everyone's speculating yesterday, like, are they broken up? Like, what's happening? Like, she's deleted all the photos. And, like... I was convinced. I wasn't convinced. I didn't think that they broke up. I'm like, they're fucking with us now. Like, I thought she was actually being smart by maybe, like, putting things away on private and, like, maybe just trying to, like, kind of step away from things. And when she put that silencing thing, I was like, oh, fuck. Her and Rand are in a fight right now, and he tried. He took her Gucci slides, so she's going to take away his pictures. Mm. Like, I thought it was something stupid like that, but, like, let's be honest, especially if those allegations are true and they do come out, like, she needs to, like, step away from that. Yeah. Like, it's not... But so wait, and then last night on Instagram story, mm-hmm. who put it up? So it was on Katie's story, Stassi's story, Tom Schwartz, and then Randall and Lala put it on. But so Katie and Tom moved into a, a house, and we could talk about that in a little bit. But so the girls are all going to Paris this weekend. And so Rand was over at Katie and Tom's house. Lala's over there, like, looking like a damn fool in her, like, cam- oversized camouflage, which I was like, we can still see you. It didn't work. Um, but I just like, they're like all over each other, like my baby. And then like, he posted a story of them, like in bed, it looked like she was giving him a hand job at the time. Like, I'm going to miss you so much in Paris. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck you guys. Fuck you guys. It was a dramatic three days. I just think that it's like, we're like, we're not invested in your relationship as much as people want it to fail. And that's what I don't think they understand. No, I think people, like, I feel like they could have gotten their own reality show based on this. Would never watch it. I would. Rand is not a leading man. Like, I would rather watch 17 Jacks and Brittany. When he was on Jeff Lewis Design, he was actually very endearing. That's disgusting. People seem to like him. Who? Name three people. Everyone on VPR. Oh, because he has a private jet and gives them money. I would like him too. No, but I, I, I don't know. It will be interesting. I and he's planning. I wonder. You know, he is planning Jax's bachelor party, and I assume that will be filmed. But I wonder if they'll do one like separate, like off camera or something. I assume so. I don't think that he he doesn't want to be on camera. Like I don't know. I just don't. What makes me mad about this whole thing is like when you're doing these sorts of things for like attention or like you're putting up these like cryptic messages. I just feel like it's it's like you're like doing a disservice to your fans because what it does instead of like getting people to care for you and be like, oh my god, what's going on? Are things okay? Like you're actually like pushing people away. It's almost like that stupid fucking ad in New York today. Like you're you're doing these oh, things oh. to where we're like it's actually turning us off of you and it's mm-hmm. garnering like not hate but you know like it's garnering like dislike and like up, being like upset like wow you like we we're invested in this and you played us as a fool and like I don't want to I from this moment on I don't want to talk about them anymore. Okay, you know what? If I was Leanne Locken, I'd be pissed. Holy shit! She spent four point five million dollars on this wedding. Okay, this I gotta weekend. call bullshit on that too, because Leanne I, lives in like a one-story, two-bedroom house that she rents. 
And like drives like a 1999 silver Mercedes. And if she had $4.5 million, you don't think that they would have borrowed one of like, they could have like asked Raquel for one of her glass eyes for Rich so he didn't have to wear an eye patch. <laughs> but maybe it was $4.5 million, but they didn't pay $4.5 million. So I saw an article too that said she wore $3 million of jewelry. So I'm like, I feel like that's oh, okay. clearly constant. Like that's part of the $4.5 million, okay, right? Okay. Like that has to be, right? Yeah, and that's all borrowed. Yeah. And, and yeah. I'm like, and then I saw what her dress was at one point. She had on white leggings. And I was like, $4.5 million for those leggings? Her cake was super expensive. It was like... And that was quite ugly. 12 towers. Mm-hmm. Ronnie and Ben from Watch What Crappens got invited to the wedding. So I assume if you guys want more details on that, that they probably have some sort of podcast talking all details about it. So you can head over there after. Um, and I they're like, how many people got invited to this wedding? So there were 400 people there. Yeah. But there were two people not yeah, but- there. Deandra and Brandy not there and I I'm very upset I assume they were not invited at all but I'm just like I feel like Mama D and Deandra should have been there it makes just... me sad that Deandra I could actually kind of see Brandy being invited and saying no but like saying no to be like we aren't friends I don't think I should be there because I don't th- mm-hmm. I think it's disingenuous like I could see Brandy actually having that sort of realization Mm-hmm. I think that it makes me sad about Deandra because her and Leanne were such good friends and she could not move past it last season. Like she had to double down. Like she even the day on Saturday, she posted a, a picture of her and like it was focused on this queen bee ring she was wearing. And I was like, I felt like it was that was like a purposeful post. Oh, absolutely. But I just it makes me sad because I feel like Mama D was such a support to Leanne for a really long time, too. And this is such a monumental occasion. And it's like, maybe just put your differences aside and at least mm-hmm. come to the ceremony, not the fun party. No, right. Totally. Know. Or just like be like, look, like I don't think they were invited, to be honest. Yeah. Like, or could you just like make up and then go for that and then have your fight after the fact? Like, mm-hmm. Like, I just, it, it it makes me sad for how far they get, like, how much history they have and how far and how much it's ruined it, which is so, like, that's reality TV for you. I know. They really, it a lot really, happens in a short amount of time that you could be friends with someone for 10 years and then one season, mm-hmm. three months long, mm-hmm. friendship's over. Also, um, did you have anything else to say about the wedding? No, and then I'm sure Vicky's pissed yeah, this week. That's just, yeah, that's where I was going to go. <laughs> so she got engaged. And it's like, she bought her ring, right? People could have cared less. No, everyone was like, ugh, great, you got your storyline fulfilled. Love tanks full, third time's charm. Like, nobody cares. You you promised us this. And then it was like, it came about, then the next day they all leave for their cast trip in Miami. And Vicky's wearing bride-to-be. And Shannon had finalized her divorce, which she's getting $1.4 million from David. And and $10,000 a month. But that's a lot lower from the twenty two thousand. Yeah, but maybe she got maybe because she got something in a lump sum of that okay. one point four. I'm not sure, but you know what? Shannon looks fucking amazing. She looks the best she's ever looked. Like her body is fantastic. Like this is like the season of I feel like this is the season of how Shannon got her groove back. She lost three hundred and sixty pounds, <laughs> half of that being David. <laughs> And, like, she looks so great. She just looks so fresh and so happy. Like, she posted a thirst trap yesterday, and I was like, yes, Shannon. Yeah, no. She looks she looks good. And, and Kelly I, Dodd is, like, 
I can think going to be the outcast this season. It looks like it's the Youngs versus the Olds. Yeah. And then but the I new feel housewife like... seems like she's friends with Tamara, though. Okay, I don't know that yet, but I also feel like Emily is just going to be really on the sidelines this season. Yeah. It's, like, it's, will she even be holding an orange? I hope so. I think so. I just, I, Emily, I it think is too. Like my heart. She has like gained some weight and she's been pretty open about it on social media. Like gained some weight, meaning like. I don't know, 10, 15 pounds. I, I don't even know oh, how much. She looks the same to me. She looks great still. And and it's like, it's just, it must be so hard though. Cause she's like probably just like a normal framed person. And then she's around these skinny, skinny bitches. <laughs> I, They're in Miami in bathing suits. Like, oh, brutal. I, I mean, I, I, the thing is, it's like, I don't need any more Vicky. Yeah. Like when they put Shannon posted the photo and I reposted it, I had not even noticed that Vicky was wearing a bride to be sash. I was literally focused on Shannon wearing her divorce party sash. I was like, oh, is that what Vicky's wearing? I thought she was celebrating Shannon. Like that's how much I did not care about Vicky. Um, when is David Bedore getting married? Like June, July? Who cares? Summer? I think he'll get be married by summer. I hope the devil is the one who marries them. He's probably ordained House of Hell. It's Chris Jenner. Uh, <laughs> okay, so let's talk about two. <coughs> so all another the fan- person in VPR. Yes, the house. another VPR house. Like good for first off, good for these people because all the houses that they've bought have seen like good investments. Minus the fact that Tom and Ariana, Tom and Katie, and Jackson, uh, Brittany, literally all bought the like exact same house. I'd live in all of them. Oh, they yeah. Have they're pools, gorgeous. They have outside barbecues, <laughs> brand new kitchens. Oh, the houses are stunning. They're all like modern farmhouse. It all seems to be five bedrooms, five baths. Like you said, a pool in the backyard, like re- redone kitchen, like um, in the stories yesterday. What killed me is the fact that Tom and Katie have a painting of Lisa Vanderpump. Oh, I did not notice that. That's and iconic. Like, I assume that that's going to go there. And the next two, it's going to be the bubba, 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 bubba one. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also, gonna take them forever to furnish these places. Like right, like they literally were living in like one bedroom apartments, and now they have yeah. five bedrooms, and th- yeah. which means they must have like a sitting room, a living room, a dining room, and a family room. Yeah, it's gonna take a while. But also, Sheena bought a house in Palm Springs, and I heard that. Did we talk about this last week? I heard she actually went in with Paige from Summer House to like buy a house. Oh, I didn't hear that. So this, I actually think that. Guys, I cannot believe the amount of times I've defended Sheena this week, and it's only Wednesday. I think that Sheena's actually one of the smarter people of what she bought. Okay, because she's going to, like, make this a vacation rental like Rob did? Yes, but here's my here's what Sheena needs to do. And actually, all these people should do this, too. Is like, Sheena needs to turn that into a Vanderpump Rules house. Like, she needs to put her huge photos of herself, like, her selfies up on Mm -hmm. the wall. She needs to put all photos with, like, the Vanderpump people, stock it with, like, Vanderpump Rosé. Like, turn it into where it becomes, like, a Mm tom-tom. People can rent it out. Like, think about it. You and I would 100% go there. Like, it would be – and then just put, like, a huge cleaning fee on it. Like, like if you – 
destroy something like here's your deposit you literally have to deposit the exact amount that like it costs because if you ruin anything like you will pay for it but like 100% like people would rent that so fast and you would have that rented at least every weekend in Palm Springs if not during the week too I I mean I just definitely thought that was like an, a, a rental investment for sure and then you go like occasional like yeah, what, she's, five times a year yeah she said that she thought it would be like for a rental but she's worried about people renting it but i'm like but that's literally why you put like ikea furniture in there or whatever and you just make all this money like these people need like that's what and if all the other vanderpump people want to invest all together in another space they should do that as well because you could make so much money just having this memorabilia in there like people would go they would like it's the same thing of like very smart of um laura marie and i were talking about last week of like putting like a tmz tour together but it's all vanderpump stuff yeah wow like you're on to something like i just think that like i think it's like really smart to capitalize on the success of the show while you can because i'm worried about how many full seasons there are left i i agree and so basically the only person that doesn't own a home is stassi and I don't know if she for I also don't see Stassi buying in the same neighborhood as everyone. Like I guess she's just probably waiting for the ring. Well, I heard she's like mentioned before that she has like bad credit. And oh. and somebody I think somebody in the jury had said that they and maybe correct me if I'm wrong, anybody, but that Bo at one point in his twenties had filed for bankruptcy. So they might not be like crazy good with their money or yeah, maybe he's and maybe that is part of it too. He's saving up for a ring. Like you file bankruptcy sometimes to keep a good credit, right? Or no, it screws up your credit, obviously. But there's like, I think it's like after 10 years, though, your credit might restart or something like that. Again, not an accountant, have no idea. Yeah. But you know, say it and make say it with confidence and people will believe you the whole last hour of this entire podcast. (laughs) <laughs> but um i i if i were stuck like i don't know if they need to necessarily buy i think it's nice that like now they all have money and i think you know Kristen, i think is like keeping up with everybody but i think a lot of them are like we want to have a house we want to be able to do this and like stassi stassi and Bo are still in that stage where it seems like they're still traveling and they're still like enjoying themselves where they don't necessarily want to be in that space yet they're going to be, like, also, like, bungalow style. Yeah. Like, I just – that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't see them moving into the same area. I don't see them, like – I see them being, like, oh, yeah, like, we'll be, like, 15 minutes away from you guys or something, you know, mm-hmm. or, like, being mm-hmm. in the hills somewhere or something like that because all these people are, like, in the valley. Yeah. Um, and I and then – Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say I could see all of them still driving to Stassi. Mm-hmm. Well, and kind of, like – a lot of stuff is almost Hollywood to right. the action. Mm-hmm. And then Tom Sandoval is no longer Jax's best man. There must be so much shit that happens at this reunion. I mean, it's three-parter. Now, I'm interested, though, because it's like, okay, the girls are going. So the girls are going to Paris. And by the girls, it's Katie, Brittany, Lala, and uh, Stassi. Ariana's not in that. Kristen's not in that. Like, something's going on. And now maybe mm-hmm. Kristen's being smart and is like, hey, I don't want to go there because. And I don't. I mean, this isn't being filmed. Yeah. And it's just I for funsies. Th- I think I read somewhere that it was for Rachel O'Brien. Like, you know, their friend that's mm-hmm. also a comedian that she's performing somewhere in Paris. So I think that might be why they're going. Okay. But it's, I think it's interesting, though, like. You have, we haven't really seen a ton of Ariana with them. 
Yeah, I think there's a, a line drawn in the sand at the reunion with Tom and Ariana against mm-hmm. it, Jax and Brittany for sure. Yeah, I mean, and so he's still so in the wedding. Best man, who's his best man though? Schwartz. And honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if Rand makes his way up there because Lala also is now officially a bridesmaid. She was asked after the fact. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I feel like she kind of had to ask her after she was given that Cabo. That amazing trip. Yeah. A trip of a lifetime. And and what also made me mad about this whole thing, too, that I, why I think like now all of a sudden they're overcompensating about Lala and Rand, like loving each other so much, is that today she announces that their wedding date is April 18th, 2020. Let's see if they make it for another year. Do you Do you think so? Yes or no? No. I, I don't agree. think she'll ever marry him. I don't think so either. I think he'll And I think that's a good choice. I th- but I don't know if it'll be on her accord. Like I feel like he's going to cheat with other women and he's she's going to be like what the fuck? He's going to say you don't think this was part of it? Oh. Oh yeah, I mean, once a I cheater, mean, it's a cheater. Well, I mean... how you get him is how you lose him, they say. Mhm. <laughs> You know, my grandmother always said, how you get them is how you lose them. And if it sizzles quickly, it'll fizzle quickly. And I was like, oh, how many relationships that has been the truth of? Thank you, Grandma. Just kind of true. Well, you know, she's God now, so. (laughs) (laughs) R.I.P. That was dark, but it's just the truth. Okay, let's talk about our sponsor. (laughs) Okay, guys, we have a new sponsor this week, Beauty by Design. Did you know there are over 60 plus skincare mistakes most of us make and many of them can be causing us real damage to our skin? Okay, mistake number one, washing with hot water. I didn't know you're not supposed to do that. Only wearing SPF when it's sunny out. Mm -hmm. Mistake number three, neglecting your neck and your, what is that called? Decolletage. Yeah, that's like the. the It's like your collarbone area, you know. After your neck. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then, I mean, who doesn't do this mistake? Picking pimples. I did that last week. Like, I do it daily. Okay. How are we supposed to know all this? So, we found this company, Beauty by Design, and they can make sure we are taking care of our skin. It's actually, it's actually great. They have like, it's. Everything is personalized for you. So, and you get a live esthetician that you actually can text with to talk about, like, what are your problem areas? Like, what do you find is that you're looking to improve with your skin? You know, like, is it acne? Is it oily skin? Do you have dry skin? Like, what's going on? And so, what's like really great is you, you end up actually like taking this quiz that you can talk about your skin type. You can talk about, again, like I said, like what you want to fix, what you're prone to, and everything. And they'll actually from that <coughs> personalize it for you and give you different price points as well based on. So here's like if you're like, I need a product that's, you know, under $30 or if you're more like I want to I'll pay $60. Like you have different price points so that they'll personalize all their product, all your products for you. And then, like we said, you get a live esthetician that you can text for free and they are your esthetician for life. My esthetician's name is Erica. Yeah, and you send a picture of your skin to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, just took some horrible passport photos, and I sent them a photo of that. And you know what? They didn't say anything I, mean. Really? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, this is – you send it with no makeup, clearly. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, like I have a lot of problems with redness, and I have some, like, brown spots. 
Mm-hmm. And um, they just sent to my house. Yeah. So then, uh, yeah. Things. Yeah. So they'll give. Well, what they do too, it's kind of it's very similar to like other um, subscription products too. Is like they send you like, hey, here are the things that we recommend, and you can decide which of those that you actually want to take. So like, I was recommended four different products. I um, got them all because I thought that like you know these are what's recommended. I should take it. But however, like maybe you already have an SPF, you don't necessarily need that. You don't have to buy that, which is like really great. And then, um, and they'll give you like detailed too, like why they recommend this product and what part, like from what you've already said that you don't, you know, you're trying to fix or that you're prone to, they actually let you know why you would use this product and what it helps with, which is really nice. And then again, it's no subscription though, and it's no auto shipping. So it's just basically like when you're ready for your next shipment, you go ahead and place your order. And then you can also text your esthetician too. Um, and so if you guys would love to try this out, you can go to beautybydesign.com slash TJG and then use our promo code TJG. First time customers get 20% off. Mary, what's that website again? B-E-A-U-T-Y-B-Y-D-E-S-I-G-N. <laughs> dot com slash tjg that's beautybydesign.com tjg 20 percent off you know i'm not good at spelling but you guys i have loved it i have like this really nice moisturizer now that smells of cucumbers and i love it it's called purify (laughs) that ended sexually speaking of sexually let's talk about new york okay underwhelmed this week underwhelmed totally there was like two there was definitely like a fluff episode and definitely like a but for sure i mean we had 10 we had 10 minutes of sonia and dorinda pitching us the hustle starring did you hear anne hathaway and rebel wilson okay this pissed me off so much because clearly in real time it's October. We're getting ready for Halloween. Uh, we're getting ready for the biggest party of the year with Lou and Sonia. And meanwhile, we have our friends that went to this special screening. This movie comes out May 10th, you guys. Yeah, like that. There was no way come, let's just say, October 30th that that movie was ready for viewing, which means that they asked them to go to a soundstage and record this part and be like, wow, let's compare people to our castmates. It was rude. And and I was like, what's going? I was like, I was like, first I was like, wait, okay, okay. They went to a movie screen. Okay, fine. They're going out to lunch. That was the weird was part like, when they said the exclusive. They're like, wow, we can't believe we got to see that exclusive screening. And I was like, where are we going? Where are they taking us? And then and then it was like, wait, Tinsley's kind of more like Anne Hathaway, like the damsel in distress. Mm-hmm. I was like, wait, what? Uh-uh. Yeah, like, they had to sit down and tell us about it. And I'm like, you know, that's so rude. Like, we have sat through dumb shit of you, like, pitching Priv to us, Tito's, Aldi Wine, that one website from Southern Charm, like, Get Crafty or something. Like, you have made Rome. a... Yeah. You, that, Landon would have loved for them to pay for product placement for that. But it's like, all this stuff is like... Hey, girl. Yeah, but it's like, it's so rude that you could just like, not only do you still give us commercials, but then you throw in a commercial in the show and that's fucking rude. If you guys want a tip on branded content, send me an email because that's so, and I'm talking to Bravo producers, that's just like rude to do to people because you know what it did? I was like, I will never see this movie now. 
Ooh, you're going that far. Yeah, you will not get, and I live in LA, tickets are expensive, so you're not getting my 1675. <laughs> okay? Cause, and you know what? Maybe I'm not even going to see that matinee, so you're not going to get that 1825 for me for the 6 p.m. showing I would have gone to on a Sunday night. You know, movies are so expensive now, and then you get the popcorn. I always, like, sneak candy in, though, but then I buy the wine there. Well, yeah, you always have to buy the wine. But then you have to go to the bathroom. It's like, oh, God, that's your thing. Anyways. Well, you know what? You'll be bathroom free because you're not going to see the hustle either. (laughs) I would never see that anyways. I was like, I just felt like, you know, after dealing with this whole Lala and Rand thing, it just felt like I was already kicked. And like, why are you kicking me again while I'm down? Again, like, I am. You're getting abused. I'm getting abused. I am a loyal Bravo-holic. Like, when you pull this shit on me, it actually just insults my intelligence. And like Ariana said, it makes me feel like I'm dating a loser, and I know that Bravo's not a loser. I agree. Like, I just, I don't understand what they were thinking about that. And then it was like, I'm so glad for DVR, too, because I fast-forwarded right through that that Hustle commercial right after the, the scene. Oh, yeah, I, I don't watch commercials. No, I know, but it just felt like, it just was, like, very, I, I'm not into it. But you know who I, what I was into? What? Jill. Jill looked great. She had a cute little white tennis skirt. She looked super in shape. What number dog is that? Like, is oh. that the same dog? I, that's what I was wondering. Did no, she get Ginger's been, No, Ginger was a chihuahua. How dare you? I've seen this dog before. What was the dog's name? I don't know, but it got hit by a tennis ball. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not funny. <laughs> it was funny, though. <laughs> and also, did you feel like the Bravo editors were trying to be shady, like, on as Luann was, where they're like, she's like, Jill, don't put tennis balls in your skirt because we can see your legs. Wait, what? Okay, Jill was like... So when you play tennis, like, you put a ball up your skirt, so you're, like... Right, extra. Yeah, exactly. And so Jill did that, and Luann was like, oh, honey, it's making your skirt rise. You should pull that down. Oh, I didn't. I missed that. And the editors kept focusing on her legs, and I was like, do not even try to shame this six-year-old woman about her legs, because Jill looks fucking fantastic. Jill looked amazing, and I love she was so open. She's like, I'm... You know, I'm really in love with Gary and, you know, Bobby said I shouldn't be alone and he sent me a nice Jewish boy. Yeah, I thought that was really sweet, especially because I'm pretty sure, too, that she was starting to date that guy while while Bobby was, like, on his last legs. No, don't say that. No, not in a bad – no, no, no. I don't mean this in a bad way. I think, like, Bobby was so sick that he was like, Jill, like, you need to find emotional uh, comfort in somebody. Like, I'm not – no, I'm not saying it in a horrible way. Like, I think, like – They didn't start dating until after he passed. Oh, no. I I, I wouldn't be surprised if they did while he was sick. No, I don't think so. I'm not saying it in an insulting way, I think. (laughs) That's bad. No, I don't mean it in a bad way. I think that sometimes when people get, like, into this really sick mode that they're like, I'm actually literally dying and, like, I need you to be happy. So, like, please put yourself out there and find, like, emotional comfort with somebody. Like, I don't think – I don't think it's that crazy. Okay. If I ever get married, don't do that to me. (laughs) You won't be married to me. Oh, you're saying, like – you're saying if you get sick and then your husband finds solace in me? No. I I don't want any of this. Yeah. I'll give you emotional support because Mary's dying. (laughs) 
And then like Mary. We- Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, tap into your power and build towards your summer you. Peloton accommodates your schedule with a variety of class lengths to choose from. Uh, they have some that are only five minutes long. And I can tell you with Peloton, if I start just, I'll like do a 10 minute class and then I'm like, "Mm, I could do one more 10 minutes. I could do one more 10 minutes. And all of a sudden I've done 30 minutes of working out, which always feels great. They have such a variety of classes and so much flexibility. Um, you know, you can move your body in so many different ways. Peloton has a range of class types, so you can do a walking class. Um, are you, really interested in running a marathon, they can help you train for a marathon. They have yoga, meditations, Pilates, hip workout, and you can move at your own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations. I get a weekly update with their guided programs that take the guesswork out of working out so you can jump right in, keeping your fitness journey fresh every day. Peloton has everything you need to get where you're going, whether it's um, running outdoors or riding at home or strength training at the gym, Peloton has something for you. Get a head start on the summer you with Peloton at onepeloton.com. That's onepeloton.com. Say you all what you want to say about the Kardashians. I personally love them all, but I'm obsessed with skims. So I first bought skims for the shapewear, you know, tighten me up, suck me in. Then I'm obsessed with the pajamas. I've given them to like all my sisters, my mom, my aunt. They're so comfy, cozy. I never thought about her underwear. Skims recently, they're created the next generation of underwear for everybody. You guys, it is buttery. You feel like you're wearing nothing. When I wear the thongs, it's like I'm wearing nothing. It stretches out. So at first you you feel like you're not going to fit into it. You definitely do. It doesn't cut into you at all. It is buttery, soft. It feels like nothing. I'm seriously obsessed. I also recently tried their um, bralettes. I'm not a bralette girly. I am a size D. Those typically like you can't wear that on a normal day. But these ones you can. They keep me up. I have the crossover bralette and the razorback one in the sand. It's like I'm wearing nothing. Um, the Fits Everybody collection of underwear is super lightweight. It molds to your body. It's buttery soft fabric, stretches to twice its size without ever losing its shape, meaning you get a perfect fit every single time. It's available in sizes XXS to 4X. So that's amazing. I love that it's all inclusive. But believe in the hype, Skim has over 100,000 five-star reviews, and that's for a reason. The Fits Everybody Collection and the More Perfect Essentials are available now at skims.com. Plus, get free shipping on orders of over $75. After you place your order, be sure to let them know that we sent you. You can select podcast in the survey and be sure to select at the drop-down menu to Judgy Girls so we get some credit. But guys, this is underwear you literally can't feel. You got to try it. Go to skims.com. You won't regret it. I have been using whey products for years now. That's O-U-A-I. And they just have released a new anti-frizz cream. And if you think about it, everyone has frizz. If you have thin, thick hair, you know, wavy, curly, straight, everyone still has a frizz problem. Um, But you guys can check out their new anti-frizz cream. It provides 
immediate frizz control that lasts up to 72 hours. Plus it has heat protection. I'm someone that uses the Dyson. Then I straight iron my hair. So this is definitely helping reduce and repair split ends. It quenches the dry hair with intense hydration. And according to consumer perception studies, 90% of participants agreed with their hair looking less frizzy using this product. Plus their scents are incredible. This is, um, a Sydney-inspired North Bondi scent. Um, it has like lemon and violet. All of their scents are incredible. Um, I always use their leave-in conditioner. I use their detox shampoo once a week. I also use their hair oil. I am obsessed with Way. Be frizz-free and go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter promo code TJG for 15% off any of their products. That's T-H-E ouai.com promo code tjg always getting 15% off check out way I wish someone had told me about Lumi earlier. That's L-U-M-E. This is a whole body deodorant. It can seriously go anywhere on your body. I mean, of course you're going to use it under the armpits, but there's other places that get stinky if you know what I mean. How about those feet? You know, maybe a little thigh action. Um, This was created by an OBGYN who saw firsthand how normal BO is being misdiagnosed and mistreated. It's a clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Currently, I am using the toasted coconut deodorant. I also have another whole body deodorant by them, the lavender sage one. It's more like a cream. So when I went to St. Lucia, I brought this, you know, I would use it on my feet. I would use it after the airplane just to keep smelling fresh and good and really, you know, block those horrible smells. Um, I also love that you can just throw it in your bag. It's baking soda free, parabene free. It's pH balanced for safe to use below the belt. And they have amazing scents. They have clean tangerine, the lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Um, And they have a starter pack. So the starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with the solid stick deodorant, the cream tube deodorant, which that's the one I'm most obsessed with, and two free products of your choice. They have like a mini body wash or deodorant wipes and free shipping. As a special offer to listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code JUDGY at lumideodorant.com. That equates to over 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code JUDGY. That's L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. I'm simply obsessed. You guys, especially good so you don't get those smelly flats. We've all had a smelly flat story where you've had to take off your flats and your feet stink. Get Lumi deodorant to use over your whole body. Check them out. Everyone is always trying to drink water. You're trying to get down as much as you can in a day, and it can be challenging, but not with liquid IV. I tear, I pour, and I live more. Literally one stick and 16 ounces of water hydrates better than water alone. It is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It has eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick, and it has three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks. Um... I just, I try to drink as much water as I can, but liquid IV, I feel like doubles it. Um, I'm obsessed with the different flavors. Right now I'm a raspberry lemon girl. 
also really enjoy their white peach. They're also sugar-free. They have lemon lime. They have green grape. Um, and it just makes drinking water less laborious. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. You can get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code TJG at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code TJG at liquidiv.com. You're dating now. (laughs) Okay. Too far? Okay. I thought their conversation was interesting about... You know, she's like, well, how, how is it being like sober at a nightclub? And I like asking the real questions. If you ask me what she's asking those real questions, like that's like the questions that we all have. Like, Lou, why are you doing that? Because she's allergic to alcohol. Mm-hmm. And I loved how they did. She's like, and someone told me I wasn't pretty when I was drinking. And then they flashed back on her mugshot and like her evil eyes and her <laughs> smirk. It's like, yeah, you don't look too good in that mugshot, I'll honey. I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> but this is just, now this is like the sort of episode one because we only had like five minutes of Luann. So it made her like kind of endearing in that sense of where I'm like, you are just so like not self-aware that this is like in these short doses, this is what I like to watch of you. No, but I mean, I think she's like a pretty like, this is like a normal version of someone that abuses alcohol. Right. But that's like, I, it's not yeah. like she hits the bottle. People think alcoholics hitting the bottle like at 8 a.m. or like having to have drinks throughout the day to keep you not shaking. But it's like, no, it's like <laughs> when you abuse alcohol, it's like when you fall in bushes. That's abusing alcohol, guys. <laughs> abuse alcohol many times in this show. Raise your hand if you've abused alcohol. Don't, don't worry. None of us can see. <laughs> I, I just have an interesting point to make. Mm-hmm. Most people, like that whole cast of the Jersey Shore abuses alcohol. And drugs. Most people do. And a lot of things. Um, but you know who else might? Dale. Maybe Tinsley. Okay. I. <laughs> they. This whole episode was focused on Tinsley. Like, it starts... Tinsley and her 10-second appearance in the big city or big circus, Apple big Apple Circus. But also, like, Dale's trying to be in the show. Like, how many days do you think she was in New York for filming? Oh, she, like the whole she, she went home for two days and came right back. Like, I she's mean, been there. I love that she has her hairstylist in New York. Like, when Tinsley's like, my mom just came to get her hair done. I was like, yeah, and then, like, do her testimonial and then, like, show up for brunch with you. But what I don't understand is why why is this this father storyline coming up now? I agree with this. Like, well, I felt really bad for Tinsley this week because clearly she had drank way too much wine and, like, all her emotions were hitting her. I mean, that and... wasn't a breakthrough of any sort. That was a definite breakdown. Yes. And, but also I feel like, you know, everyone else, it's so easy for them to say like, no, Tinsley, like he's leading you on. He's never going to give you the ring. Like you're taking the bait. He's just, he's not going to give in to you. You need to move forward. But it's like, she can't because it's like he dangles the carrot in her face and the carrot is a diamond ring it's like an actual c-a-r-a-t <laughs> yeah <laughs> like the ring size the num- like carrot size like 
everything. And yeah, and he does. He has why guys just do this. They once you're getting over them, they text you. Oh just yeah, come right back. They know. They know. There's an energy, and they feel it. They're like, let's put this ship back in retrograde for a minute. Mm-hmm. Mercury, you hear me? <laughs> It's like, but I feel this, it was like just watching Tinsley unravel though. And then like also like try to like use her dad with, not use her dad, but like bring this dad storyline into it. And like, even the mom was like, well, you know, me and her sister have gotten completely over it. Tinsley can't. And I was like, Dale, I don't, I feel like Dale, you hate your daughter because she's on this show. No, Dale has like so much power over Tinsley. So much. And she was like, when now, okay. She is just a stunted 16-year-old. Yes. I mean, I'm jumping forward to Big Apple Circus, but it was like, Tinsley was like, they all come in there. Actually, we could talk about it later if you want to. If you want to. No, I was like, I okay, I wanted to go to this circus. Like, you had hard alcohol. Yeah. But Tinsley was drinking before she even got on stage. Like I, I, thought I feel it, like she wanted to loosen up, though. Like, it was a glass. Sure, but what I thought was weird was that she didn't, like, it wasn't like she did this backstage. Like, she was with everybody before, like, mingling at this Big Apple Circus, mingling at the bar. It was like, I thought you were, like, going to be on, like, a ring and you were going to, like, be presented. And, like, shouldn't you be backstage getting ready? And, like, maybe there's a rehearsal. But, like, we're seeing you with the girls drinking in the front. So it's, like, kind of weird. And also, Dorinda was wearing a full Beetlejuice bodysuit. I thought she looked a part of the circus. Like, <laughs> I think she was hoping something happened. And black striped baggy yoga pants. They were like gaucho pants or something. I thought yes. it was. I think it was a jumpsuit because her sleeves were the white and black stripes too. So I'm like, oh, this is a full thing. It was under her jacket. Well, even like Sonia wearing this like sequins boobs out that wig weave whatever it is needs to go it's way too much hair for her and tinsley's chugging wine like she's chugging wine before she goes on and then she comes down god when she got off that was not graceful when she got off and i wasn't in love with her makeup well no when she goes oh like she's got to go put like some doll look like some doll style makeup and like she looked like she was part of toddlers and tiaras no, it was like it was like Raggedy Ann. Like I was Raggedy Ann as a child for Halloween, and like that's the, what it looked like. Like the socialite version of it. <laughs> it, right. it just wasn't. It wasn't a cute look. And it should have been Britney Spears circus vibes. Oh, you're you are so right. I didn't even yeah, think like, of that. Like she's that the ringmaster. Yeah. Yes. Um, and she and was like, she just, "Welcome to the Big Apple Circus." And Dorinda's like, "I could have done that shit better." Oh my gosh, she's she's vying for the job for next year, and I think she'll get it. I mean, she gave she auditioned for us, and she's like, da 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 da, da welcome. <laughs> I was like, all right. And then someone else came out and welcomed them as well. Like yeah. they didn't really get the role. Like, were they like, would you guys film this? And they're like, well, we'll only film it if you put one of our girls in it. And they're like, uh, okay, we'll take the one with the curls over there. <laughs> And Dorinda's like, no, you guys, you guys, I didn't drink wine and still get out of the trapeze. It was a one-minute segment. Like, Sonia's literal segment was longer than all of Tinsley's, and it was more entertaining. She is, like, slapstick comedy. She did a somersault in uh, how her dress didn't rip. Like, she did two somersaults. How that dress didn't rip. And then, like, that she had the idea to spit the water in his mouth, like, or from her mouth. I mean, she was made for that moment. She's a true performer. 
She really, she was fabulous. She gives Dale us just everything. thought she was awesome. But, she thought she was awesome. I mean, you know. So- and then we also Sonia like pulling that kid on. Her. What was that? She's like, I don't care. The kid pooped. I was like, wait, what? Whose baby is this? And then Ramona's like, bye, have a date. That's like always her excuse. When, I have a date. When bye. Dorinda goes, what a bitch. And then spills like, her wine. Do you think we could get some more wine? I mean, they got blasted in that. Like, we were not even watching the circus at all, minus Sonia. Like, they were just get, Like, Tinsley has 10 seconds, and they just sit her in the front, and they're like, here, we'll just keep feeding you wine. And then Tinsley's, like, grabbing guys. <laughs> when she's, she's like, wait, wait, I shouldn't have done that. I'm sorry. Like, they got confused. They thought they were a magic mic. Then they were like, no, we're at the circus. Like, the leotards <laughs> turned them on. <laughs> You're so right. It was like, I just was, like, so uncomfortable with us being there watching this. Because I'm like, and in the beginning, too, they're like, you know, oh, man, who has a circus on a Sunday night? And then they're like, let's get shit-faced. It was wild. And then, like, then Tinsley broke down. I just felt so bad because I really like Tinsley. I really like Tinsley. It was a sad moment. She's like, I just, I think you didn't think I did a good job, Mom. I mean, I think she was just truly jealous of Sonia. And she's like, I just need your approval. Like, uh, I need your approval, Mom. I'm fucking miserable. I was like, like, I felt bad for her. She's like, I'm just emotional. I'm not good enough. Like, like I'm in this big bow and my rosy cheeks and I'm sad. (laughs) What I felt bad too was I was like, this isn't happening in private. (laughs) This is happening at the Big Apple Circus. She's like, I'm depressed. I'm not happy. I'm fucking miserable. And Dale's like, don't swear. Yeah, she's don't swear. I'm like, could you imagine? Like, and then she's like, oh, baby girl. No, no, I thought Dale, I like, was a very like southern mom, and she's like, no, you know what? You have to move on. This is not about me. You're not mad at me. You're mad because Scott's not here. Look at the positive. Look, stop this right now. He didn't come. You haven't wasted your time. You've learned from that relationship. He's not going to be here. Like, you, you pull up from your bootstraps and. Yeah. <laughs> I I, like, know. I felt like she was like, you know what? Like, literally, Tinsley, stop fucking crying. Like, we're on camera. You're wasted and embarrassing yourself. Yeah. I That's what to... she wanted to say. And was like, and then she was like, oh, God, she's just going to keep crying. I just, now I got to, you know. Now okay. You just comfort just, her. Yep. Yeah. My little girl, stop it, baby I'm doll. I'm so curious what Tinsley's sister is like because we haven't seen her. We know she exists and her name is something like Daphne, but weirder. She... No, she was on like, br- like briefly. When? Point mm. being, I kind of feel that Tinsley and her sister are very reminiscent of Paris and Nikki Hilton, where mm. like Paris is the perpetual single one, you know, like more in the spotlight. Nikki got married and she got married to like a Rothschild. Like, do you see that connection at all? Like, almost like I, I it sounds like the that. sister has her life together. Not that Tinsley doesn't, but it's very much you know well and like I also feel like her mom's like in her corner like she's like you're a a gorgeous beautiful girl someone's gonna love you like you don't have to have Scott like Scott is not you're better than Scott 
Like and she her is. mom is like, it, it's time for you to move forward. But mm-hmm. she's just not going to come around. I know. Okay. And before are, are they back together in real life? So someone said, someone DM'd us that they were at a conference and I cannot remember. Is that what it was? Thank you. And um, that Scott and Tinsley were there for Coupon Cabin. But everybody at the conference was staying at this one hotel and they stayed 20 minutes outside of it. Yeah, I think they're back together. So, and I feel bad. It just, it, it also sounds like, is Scott the grown up version of Adam from Vanderpump Rules? Maybe. Maybe. I think a lot of men do this now. Well, and it's like. Pants syndrome. I know. God, just like, just know we're great, okay? You will not do better than us. Shep made that point about this, about San Francisco. What did he say? He was like, this city is like very Peter Pan. Like, people don't grow up. And what about Charleston? There's at least tech in San Francisco. The good old boys don't have to in Charleston. Yeah. Before we move on from New York, let's talk about Barb and and, uh, Ramona shopping. Okay, actually, I did think this, like, I, I didn't realize how bad of a dresser was uh, Barb was until she put on some new stuff. And she, when Barb was like, what did she say about Led Zeppelin? She's like, get to the Zed. And I was like, what? She's like, to the I just Led. want to be, like, cool and edgy and fun and rock and roll and, like, the Zep. And yeah. everyone's like, wait, what? What do you want to be? Like, Led Zeppelin? I, I don't, and I she's don't like... I'm too, or I'm too young for that. She's like, nobody's too young for Led Zeppelin. It's like, Barb, Barb, Barb. And also what I find interesting too is that Barb didn't want, she, remember that they said that, you know, she doesn't have an apple because like of. The scandal that uh, she broke up a family with the lesbian affair. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. But it's like, okay, the, the editors are clearly like making no qualms about letting us know that she's at like bisexual or is a lesbian like when i think she's bi yeah having a homie when she uh, when lou and sonia were taking her pictures she's like you guys are hot i know they're trolling and i was like i was like this poor woman backs out because she's like doesn't want to like ruin a family they're like you don't want to ruin a family we're gonna ruin yours (laughs) oh my god (laughs) but like barb is a horrible dresser like I, I thought, I thought these outfits looked good on her. Mm-hmm. Now, what do you think? Do you think that Ramona and Barb will be friends now? No, no. there's there's no homance there. No, no homance. She I just... can't believe actually Ramona filmed with her and did that shopping thing. To be honest, like a one on one. They probably were like Ramona. We'll give you ten thousand dollars if you film with Barb. She's like, what time should I be there? Can Coco come? Also, has anyone seen like the clip of Ramona like walking around her apartment and like because it's on the market? No, tell us more. <laughs> There's like this video, like her apartment. Yeah, is I think it had the open house this weekend, but I saw like a glimpse of her like walking around her apartment. It's like like one giving of us a tour flag videos. No, but it's like no talking. It's just like a sexy woman like walking in an Upper East Side apartment. She's like Vanna Whiting her apartment for us. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's funny. Okay, let's talk about. Bethany, she. So this is like going to be leading up to her losing her temper with with Lou. Like she just feels under so much pressure. Like she's just going to court. Fuck Jason Jason Hoppy though. I know you think he's very attractive, but like fuck this guy. Like this is seven years ongoing. Like enough. She's the person that perpetuates it. 
Mary. She's the one going for it. I don't know. I really would love. How come he's never talking to the press? She isn't either. She puts it on freaking camera going into these. But she's not. She doesn't put on. She talks about it on this show, but you will never see her in page six talking about it. In that I think sense. interesting. We've never heard his side of the story. I, I'm just so curious. I think for his she's own, a very no. difficult person. But I think for her, his own benefit, I think if he were to say something, that he would get so much back. Like it's smarter for him to not talk. Okay, though, if you were like in a horrible relationship, or you know, what custody battle? Uh huh. Would I put it on two judgy girls? No, probably not. No, but no. like. Okay, and you were – I can understand why he would ask about the drug stuff. But with, I think he's with, asking um, – I think that, that what what makes me mad about him asking about that is I think he's trying to, to put Bethany in a bad light there where he's like, you put her around this stuff. And, like, I think Bethany, for what it's worth, is a good mom and, like, really does have Bryn's inter- like best interests at heart. Like, I don't think she would ever put Bryn around drugs. I don't think she would ever do something damning to Bryn, especially because of this custody agreement that they're trying to pin down. Like, I don't think that – I think Bethany is, like, always on her best behavior with her I don't daughter. think she's going to win it, though, to be honest. I think it's going to stay the same. Maybe I just think I just wish that it was over. Like I wish that they I wish that they were able to come he, to some resolution because I think that this would make Bethany so much more freer in her like life and personality and like he must be so poor. Like she has money. Like mm-hmm. the amount in legal fees that they have both paid. But I think my- that if something doesn't change because she's the one who wants to get it changed, I feel that like she'll have to pay his legal fees. Mm, I don't know about that. I don't. I again. It's yeah. It's not like if someone sues you and you have to get a lawyer, they pay for your lawyer because you didn't. You know what I mean? But like, if I if you sued me and I won, I'd make you pay my lawyer fees for suing I don't me. Think, I don't think that's how it works. Uh, I think that you can write that like into it. Either way, we we're not lawyers either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we spent too but much I time. But I thought it was this. really interesting in her contract. Like she would get fired for abusing drugs and alcohol and she doesn't like to lose control so i mean yeah that was petty i guess i guess that was petty yeah i just don't think like and i don't think she would ever do something like that in front of Bryn. i just don't i think that's like crazy. no no i agree with that but i i feel like uh, to, to play devil's advocate if if that did happen i, I would be questioning it okay mary hoppy I just and you know when we see her break down and then when she's like I need to sell skinny girl and like do this it's like that's I appreciate her being real with us but it's like it stresses me out to watch her in these positions because I'm like oh my gosh like I can't handle this and I'm just watching you like I need you to like go take like take down Luann. I also feel like she's so dramatic like she is waterworks like (laughs) I can't believe you're just really hopping over there. I like cannot stand her. I listen as a Bethany. I understand why we can't stand people like me and her, but I just don't think. And like, I think I think she did. She has sold part of the company, and she's still the face of it. Yeah, she's literally said that she sold Skinny Girl to Jim Beam, I believe. No, but I think there's like this is a new. Then now there's a new deal 
Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I think it's also smart of her, too. I think if she wants, she should literally just sell that, the whole thing in general, and be and go away from it, and she would be fine for the rest of her life. But she, like, likes to be in business. Like, I she see. likes the chaos, like, the chaos of the, or the calmness of the chaos, if that makes sense. Except that it makes her skin break out. Well, she should really go to Beauty by Design. <laughs> okay, is there anything else we need to talk about in New York, or should... um we move on. No, let's go to the VPR um, wedding engagement. Okay, now do you think that Jax and Brittany use Zola? They probably do because we're sponsored <laughs> by Zola, guy. <laughs> it's a wedding company that will do anything for love, and it's reinventing the wedding planning and registry experience. I hope Jax and Brittany used it. I feel like this would have really helped them. Yeah, because it's like making the happiest shop. moments. In your lives, even happier because it takes stress out of wedding planning. I didn't know if you were pausing for me. I'm sorry. It's a free wedding website and your dream registry. It's all affordable, save the dates, invitations, easy to use planning tools, and you can start your free wedding site. It's super easy. It takes just a few minutes to set up. You can add photos, like stories about how you met. What would Jackson Britney's be? I asked. He asked if he could eat my asshole right now. And I said, hell yeah, Jax. And so that would be how they met. Thank you, Kara. Um, But yeah, you can also put like travel info, accommodations info for like the actual day of. And then like say you're doing like a destination wedding or, you know, you have a lot of out of town folks. You can even put like recommendations of like, hey, here's what you could do around the city. So in Kentucky, there's probably a lot of Kentucky fried chicken they could check out. They could go to like Jack's and Brittany's um, or Brittany's parents like farms like there's probably a lot for them to do out there so um, if you are ready to what do you, what do you think is on the registry because you can add the registry with Zola what would be like beer cheese plates I feel like they're like Brittany's like oh my god Chrissy Tegan just has a cravings at Target line and we need all of it for our new house and then, like, she's not, like, a Z gallery girl. She's more, like, Pottery Barn and, like, CB2. Okay, yeah. You know, but, like, she's, like... And you guys, you can, like, get, like, gift cards to your favorite brands um, with Zola, too, so... Yeah, so if you were... They probably used it. Yeah, so if you are getting married and you or you know a friend who is and they want to start their free wedding website and also get $50 off of your registry on Zola, go to Zola.com slash TJG... Again, Zola. Mary, could you spell that out? Z-O-L-A. Dot com slash T-J-G. And you can start right now. But start actually right after you finish this. Okay. I really enjoyed VPR this week. Courtney didn't as much. Okay. Well, I told Mary, you were still riding on a high from hanging out with Shep. So, like, literally, we could have just played an hour of Ramona going, wow, Bethany, wow. And you would have been like, great episode. No, I didn't even get to watch it till Tuesday because I was tired. (laughs) (laughs) I went to bed at nine on Monday. Okay. So we're in the enchanted forest. I actually, I really loved the flower wall for $3,000. And I think I kind of saw fairies there. Did you? No. (laughs) What if there was real fairies there, Jack? She's like, oh my God, this is exactly what I wanted. (laughs) And it was like, well, okay. Like, I have never seen somebody so excited to get married. Doesn't even matter who she's marrying. 
Like it was like Jack. Well, she married Jason. Did you notice on the side it said Brit and Jason? And did you also notice too on the flower wall it didn't say B and J? It said J and B. Because remember last week I was saying it was like BJ. So they like change. And somebody DM'd us today and I'd like to say thank you very much. Because she goes, so I was on the knot.com and I searched their name and it had their wedding date there. So it's not like we delivered some crazy news to people. And God bless you for looking up them on the knot. I mean, I just thought, I was like, you know what? Thank you. Because yeah, that shit has been out there for weeks, months. Right. But maybe she thought that people were looking up Jax Taylor. And so she'd be like, we're going to get him. We're going to use your real name, Jax. I also thought it was really funny that like it was only. So at first I was like, they didn't pay for this. And then I was like, maybe they did because them not having hard alcohol and Jax like literally sneaking vodka and Ariana drinking warm tequila. I was like, wait, maybe they did pay for this. What do you I, think? Do you think they paid the 14000 Yeah. I mean, it says like the in at seventh ray. Yeah, I think – so maybe they didn't have to pay like a, a venue fee. Like they didn't have to pay to have the space because they're like, okay, we'll use this for promo. But they're like, but for food and drink, you still have to pay all of that. And then like anything you want to bring in, like right. you have to pay for. And so they're like, we'll do free beer and wine. And they're like, okay, we'll just like get a party bus for our friends because like this seems like the occasion to do that for and then I looked it and up. And how too. far is that away? And I looked it up. So it's in Topanga, which is like deep into the valley. Okay. So that ride was probably close an to an hour and a half. Oh, and wow. it was on a Tuesday afternoon, probably. So it probably took at least an hour and a half to two hours. Like they were pretty shit faced when they got to that venue. Mm-hmm. They had a beer bong going. I was like, this is so, it's so weird to me how much of alcoholics everybody is. The fact that they felt the need to get so wasted for this. Like, What time did, when was the last time you had a beer bong? A, a beer bong? Uh, probably. No, what? No. Probably <laughs> when I like visited my sister for like parents weekend at USC like two years ago. Mm-hmm. When you? When was yours? I feel like it was more recent. I was Shep on Sunday. No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like a Fourth of July of some sort. Um. Okay. I, I don't know. I feel like like bachelorette party. They just those dick ones come out. I don't think I've ever had a beer bong at a bachelorette. What? You're not hanging out with the right people. Okay. <laughs> Let's. I, okay. Talk- oh. <laughs> Let's talk about um, Lala's Gucci headpiece. Do you think that I was trying to steal the show? First off, that Gucci headpiece looked like it was from Amazon.com. It was bad. It was like, okay, again, Dolly Parton says it costs a lot of money to look that cheap. But I was like, okay, Lala, you model for a lot of like tankini dresses on Amazon. Like they must have given you credit for for it. Like she was like, well, I still have to let people know who I am. Like I like she like wanted to upstage Britney. I completely agree. She with that. wore white pants, just like a crop top over her boob shirt and a crown. Like that was so it is so weird to me how inappropriate some people were with this. Including Lisa Vanderpump's outfit too. That was white. With a with a maroon bra that matched her purse. So it was like I intentional. Just like look at Lisa's arms and they just look so old to me. Like <laughs> I her know skin mean. On her arms mm-hmm. is not the same and, and tight as on her face. I think that's intentional. <laughs> well, you can't you can't 
pinch the skin on your arms. Well, I don't think that Lisa Vanderpump is one who really like works out. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then Tom's... Wait, but though, if you... Okay, like Stassi going to this engagement party, like how weird would this be? Like I dated this man for... But remember Stassi was also like the first to find out that he was going to propose. Right. Just like it got to be wild if you take a step back and be like, wow, my parents like met Jax as my boyfriend and now I'm We lived together. He got a girl pregnant while we were together. Like she has come. I feel like she's looking at that and she's just like, I think in Stassi's Stassi's head, she is like, I love Brittany. She's like, but I'm so glad it's her and not me. Yeah. Like she knows do you think realistically like do you think any of those girls i know they love britney so much but that they think that this is not going to end well i think their thoughts right now are like Jax is doing a good job right now let's hope it lasts britney's the sweetest and if he fucks up we'll just take britney's side like, maybe this is how we get rid of Jax once and for all. Like, I can't figure it out because I would have thought with the whole Lala thing, they may, might have, like, pushed back a little bit in the sense of, like, let's just, like, stay quiet and kind of distance ourselves a little bit. But they were, like, all gung-ho yesterday about, like, showing them together and all this stuff. So it's, like, I don't know. I thought it was interesting that Jax's sister was questioning it. She was, like, who did she say that to? She was, like, do you think this is the right thing to Ariana? Yeah. And then I, and I to me I was like wow that's she seems so level headed she's like oh Jax I would never trust you like you need to be my best friend but you can't <laughs> like I thought the sister was just like I don't know about all this like well is and this the right thing to do right now I think she also like very much knows her brother is like a psychopath mm-hmm. a sociopath but it's like her sociopath mm-hmm. and so and I think that. And I also think, like, you could see, like, when when Jax was, like, there are, like, glimmers of that party where you can see in Jax's eyes where he's, like, don't say it, Jax. Hold it in, Jax. Like, where he's almost, like, I'm the number one guy to tell you hello. Like, he's, like, wanting to rage but, like, holding it in. Like, and then at one point, too, I was, like, is this what we really have to see? He had his shirt. His chest is, like, bright red. And then there's just this zit right in the center of his chest. Oh, I did not see that. Oh, my God. I couldn't look away. And I was like, this is what we have to look at. Like, somebody tell him to button his shirt because it's already at his belly button. What's the deal with that? People need to stop that. And like, why did Two buttons. No more than two. And, like, he's wearing all white with a black belt. And then he's wearing, like, Nike tennis shoes. Like, he couldn't just put on some, like, regular, like, I don't know, nicer shoes for his engagement party. Like, you spent $17,000 to wear your $100 Nike running shoes? Yeah. He's, he's just jaxed. He's just jaxed. I got jaxed. And that's but then, supposed to be okay, a good wait. thing. When they were all getting ready, too, like, oh I love God. when Tom Shorts came out with the Tom Tom baby onesie and then was like, Katie, you're going to be a monster when you're pregnant. <laughs> I was like, isn't she already? I know. I know. And then, like, Sheena getting ready. She looked so hungover. She was wearing like her makeup from the night before. I was like, "What did you do?" Okay, and then let's just let's let's get into Sheena. It's I felt time. sorry for her this week. It the penguin, uh, the penguin people. She <laughs> adopted a penguin for him because he loves them so much. Like she would be such an amazing girlfriend if someone let her. 
You could get Spot. Spot needs a dad. Like, Spot is just, it's just, you know, another abandoned penguin who will never know his father. Never. Never. It's like, how many penguins are we going to make go through this before we say it's time to change it up? No more deadbeat penguin dads. But I also kind of felt like Sheena was a little bit, like, smart here. Like, she's like, no, I slept with someone. I slept with someone else. Because no, well, like, she was smart you won't up until to me. She was smart until a point. So when she told them, "You, you guys, like, I he won't. He is Mercury in retrograde. He just like won't talk to me." And like Kristen and Lala looking at each other while she was saying <laughs> about the penguin was like all of us just being like, "Wait, what?" And you just like, it's you're totally right. She would be like the best. Like when she like she will build you up. She will lift you up. She will make people like be. She'll like, be your cheerleader. Like one hundred. She would. She gives like love and gifts. At like, literally, her biggest the biggest thing that you like your love language would just have to be quality time because yeah. that's all she's giving. Like yeah. I mean, she'll go down on you too. But it's like we learned Adam doesn't even go down on her. Like what the fuck. Literally, Stassi was horrified. I was horrified. horrified. I was like, okay, first off, we know like Sheena, you know, all of a sudden is now, you know, this huge sexual person and she wasn't before except she was, but she wasn't, which whatever storyline she wants to play there. But I was like, okay, he should at least ask or, you know, offer it because like why, like, He obviously like just doesn't feel comfortable doing that. Well, I don't give a fuck. Oh, you think that I like every day I crave a blowjob? You do because you're par- – no, I don't right. you know yeah, what I, I mean. It. Like, yeah. we, nobody's ever like, ooh, I hope I can go down to my boyfriend tonight. I can't wait. That's going to be so fun. Hope it doesn't poke my eye out. Like, <laughs> nobody wants to, like, do that. They, like, want right. to do that because they know that the right. other person likes it. <laughs> or, like, right. you know, reciprocating. <laughs> right. No, I just- and then I loved how Tom Schwartz was like, all right, come. Adam, let's talk. You're, he, and Adam's like, well, you know, she slept with someone else. And he's like – yeah. Well, that's not a deal breaker. I mean, the penis went into the vagina. It's not that big of a deal. And like, you know what? You just got to cave sometimes. Okay. Make yeah. the commitment. He's like, I don't, I don't think this is the end for you. I just don't think that's that big of a deal. I was like, all right, bungalow Tom. Like, we know you don't think it's that big of a deal because you did it multiple times to Katie. But I thought when she was like, you know, they're on this party bus and Adam walks by and Sheena is so like that high school girl. And she's like, oh, my God, I don't want to be here because like, did you just did you guys just watch him walk by me? Oh, my God. That was so dramatic. Did, did you guys just see that? Oh, my God. What did his face look like? He wasn't even looking at me like he saw me, but he kept walking. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Somebody just give me a shot because I need to get drunk. I'm surprised he even got invited to this, though. No, because she got a plus. Just... He, he's her plus one. Because remember, she don't... was. Well, remember, because he didn't want. He wasn't going to want to match her anymore. Oh, that's right. That's right. Right. So I assume that was from the. That was from for this, except that they were matching. But like, whatever. Okay, so then finally they do the sit down, and it's like, you look really handsome, Adam, and he's like, well, you look gorgeous as always, and then. And then they just kind of start going at it. I told you, uh, you, I told you about it at the white party, but you fucked him. I was like, whoa, he been here. I felt like that was like a conviction in his voice. You know, like he was really, really mad. And then she's like, well, do you love me? And he's like, no. She's like, answer it. He's like, I I just did. (laughs) I I don't love you. Okay. She's like, so you don't love me? He's like, no. So you don't, you don't love me? 
I'm like, oh my god, please stop. Like, this is where I was like, Sheena, like... I thought about you the entire time. And I was like... I wanted you to realize that you had feelings for me. It's like, no, you don't... Like, you were literally winning until you said that you fucked that guy to get back at him. Like, that is... No. And he made a good point. He's like, no, you're rationalizing this situation. But also, you know, who gives a fuck that she fucked that guy? Good for her. I I felt... I, I felt like she... She did it with purpose. Like, she's like, you know what? We are in a relationship, but you just won't label this. So I'm going to show you something else. But then she got, like, too Debbie Desperado when when he was like, I just need to leave. And she's like, don't go. Stop. Adam, stop. Stop. Adam. Adam's like, legit. Sheena, get off me. Sheena, literally literally get off me. Like, he's going to blow a casket. But also, like horrible acting on both of their parts like if we're gonna nominate for the razzie awards which is like the worst acting in hollywood for the movies is like this gets an award because it's like i still i think this is for the storyline i don't believe any of it but i'm still really sorry i i I actually think that was real no I, i mean i think her feelings were real no oh i'm sure but i just don't think I think that the part of their storyline is like, okay, we're going to act like we're... Like, I just felt... I mean... And then with Mima or Mama comforting Sheena later while Sheena's literally sniffing lavender oil of some sort to, like, calm down. She's like, Mama, take me to Kentucky for a couple days. Like, and, you know, Mama's like, how the fuck did I get stuck with Shishu? <laughs> and Jack's like, I haven't seen Sheena once this whole party. <laughs> but also... Oh, but then he turns and he's like, oh, there she is. Way to make it about her. And then I wanted to be like, but Jax, do you remember at Sheena's engagement party when you when um you and Tom Schwartz got in a physical fight? Yeah. So so much has happened over the years. I mean so much. And then you know who wasn't invited though? James Kennedy. DJ James Kennedy. I'm gonna go to sir with my girlfriend and not get the employee discount. <laughs> Wait, but let's talk about like his therapy session before. Because it's clear like well, he literally says, like, I don't want it. It was sad. He's like, I don't want to be the sober person. I, I, I want to have two beers. It's like two beers times by eight. Right. And he just really does lack the self-confidence in a lot of ways, I think. Yeah, he uses he needs, alcohol he needs, as an inhibitor to or like to open himself up and to be the life of the party yeah. because he can kind of feel numb in a sense. And yeah. It, it was sad, but no, I No, but still I think it like gives him. him like the courage. Sure. But I don't like them. And then so like instead they're like him and Raquel go to the restaurant. She's like, you think we're going to get married? She's like, yeah. She's there's like vacancy there. Like behind those glass eyes. There's <laughs> I don't know what's behind them. Like there's like it, synapses she's, trying to fire and they're like, tss, 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 but they never do, you know, I, she's, she's harmless, though. That, the thing that but like but disturbing in a lot of ways. I just think she's also like young and I don't I, yeah I don't think she's like the smartest and I just what makes me mad though about hearing on the reunion is like again we don't know all the details but like they're all blatantly calling Raquel stupid to her face and it's so rude and I'm so glad that Sandoval stands up because I'm like you know what Raquel is I know we make fun of her but she is literally so harmless like she would never double cross you she lit she wants these girls to legitimately be her friend like, she's not, like, a Billy Lee. Like, I think she's trying to get screen time, but I think Billy Lee's also, like, I'll be vindictive. Like, who do you want me to yell at? Oh, Lala, you're not better than me. Like, and, then, and then, like, Raquel's like, 
James, I like want a job and I don't want to hear any more cheating rumors. And it's going to be hard for you to cheat because I'm going to be around you every single day. She's like, but if you stand to my left side and then you do something, (laughs) that's going to be upsetting. You always need to be on my right side because you know I don't have any peripheral vision with my glass eye. How do they meet? I have no like, idea. I, I honestly, <laughs> how did they meet? And like, I wonder why he wants to be in a relationship. Like, I, I don't. Think he I, likes, I really wonder. I why. actually think. Okay, he's very similar to like a Jack. Like, he wants the stability of a relationship because Raquel gives him that home base he doesn't have with his family. Right? Like, his parents are mooching off of him. He's, like, supporting his brothers. Like, he doesn't have a safety net, and he doesn't have somebody he can go to, like, comfort him. And I think Raquel is very much that for him. Like, I think, like, she's always, like, I, she's in a weird, like, mother, motherly way to him as well. Like, where she could be like, James, like, that's not right. And he's like, you're right. You're Like, he very much uses her as a sounding board for everything. Mm-hmm. but I also think he's like but I want to get drunk and I want to do whatever the fuck I want and like but Raquel is literally is my number one girl but I also want to make mistakes and I want things to happen but I want her to be okay with it do you is that an agreement yeah no that's fair yeah um okay so we also at back at the seventh inn mm-hmm. Ariana finally decides to talk to LVP I thought she did this in a very respectful way and she really went to bat for Tom and I think she didn't come from a, a place of anger. She's like, you know, it like really bums me out that you say these things about Tom and Tom because Tom Sandoval is a really a hardworking guy and he has given you like everything you've asked for and then you're making fun of him in the press. This is like also like aligns so much with BH too. It's like, oh, then then LVP's just like, oh, it's British humor. You know, we just have like a funny relationship. I don't mean those things. And then it's like also her talking to the press again. Yeah, but I feel like Lisa also wants to say like, I, I actually do think that your boyfriend's dumb. When she's just like, Ariana, lighten up. Yeah, like, and then when Ariana was like getting into tears, she's like, oh, come here. But it's then it's okay. like also at the same time it's like yeah Ariana Ariana like this this bar is successful because of, of Tom and Tom right like they are the face of it and you need to like show them love and respect I thought that was mm-hmm. I agree I would like I cannot wait for like the tell all after yeah. these seasons end because I think Lisa Vanderpump is a devil yeah and well and that's what i'm saying with the whole thing like before is like lisa literally should have just paid them a lump sum and been like i want to name a bar after you guys i will pay you like a lump sum in or licensing like royal fees, fees or yeah exactly just like every year i will give you like a hundred thousand dollars just to use your which is probably who knows like whatever it nets out to be you know i expect the restaurant to make this much a year and you i will give you guys like five percent of that to use your likeness and for you guys to appear there and it'd be, probably be so much better than, than you know, making them a 5% owner. Yeah. Okay, I thought another funny thing was, like, Tom Sandoval's confessional about Jax. Like, who <laughs> is Jax? And he's like, he just wants to fit in. I mean, the lies he's told over the years, like, his parents own 47% of CBS. What, what a has... number. No, because, like, that's, 
that's Jax. Like very specific lies, but then can't even remember them all because there's so many. Like he has houses everywhere. He has boats. He's you know waiting to be the fireman. He's he's a virgin. <laughs> Channing Tatum's roommate. Okay, I've heard this Channing Tatum roommate one like multiple times, and I was like, is it when they were in Florida? Like, cause that's like where like you know Magic Mike like that Channing Tatum I think lived in Florida at that point. But like, can't you know? I can just like imagine going out. No, I feel like this was in LA. Like, and him going out and just tricking girls all the time, like telling them, like he didn't. He wasn't even Jax or Jason at that point. He was Mr. Couchy. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I mean. Well, I yeah, I don't feel like he came out with his name until San- Sons of Anarchy because the main guy's name was Jax Teller. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have I again, there's no I have no idea where he came up with this name, but it's like you don't it's very similar to have Jax Taylor. Like I yeah, I the reason why I think it was in Florida or somewhere else is when he did move to LA. That was what he was like, "Oh yeah, oh, you guys like Channing? Oh, I used to live with him. I'll like shoot him a text and then be like, "Oh, he's busy." Right. You know, like that, like he totally did. He, he would use that for sure. And that was like when he like had that one sheet when he was living in the Tom's like, um, living room. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. But I also thought, I, I thought that was a night. It's like, here's what's weird is like, Jax is trying to show that he's changing. And I thought that it was like funny because he was like, I was always trying to fit in and I finally feel like, you know, I'm there. And then Tom Sandoval's like, mm, yeah, buddy. Sure. Let's cheers and always be friends. Yeah. And then I thought it was very telling that when they were cutting that cake, that Brittany fed him and then fed herself. And I was like, if that is not an analogy for what your life is in the future. Start making those sandwiches. Like you will always, again, he will be number one. Yeah. Just, I'm glad you know that. I was just also like annoyed though of LBP, like everyone kissing her ass, like Brittany's dad. Like you were the mother figure for her and I know you took care of her. And then like, LVP like grabbing the microphone like she loves set up or do you think that she like like I felt like they told her to do it because I'm like I can't I can't picture her like loves to be the mother hen like oh I took care of Brittany because she was from Kentucky and Jax's mom is no longer in his life so I'm his mother now and you know I'm if you hurt my Kentucky muffin I'm coming for you Jax Taylor I was like, your bra is showing. And then, and then I was like, I, I just, I'm like, what kind of man was Ken Todd before Lisa? Like, I she's think like, he was a basically, he was a restaurateur and like, I think like a nightclub owner. Like, I think he was basically kind of like, you know, like a Brent Bolt house. Okay. Maybe he was like more like a Rand, and then he got Kybella and Lisa Vanderpump, and he changed his life. <laughs> and That's- and then Lisa basically was like, I don't know if they'll live happily ever after. And Jax is like, I'm going to prove everyone wrong and live heavily ever after. <laughs> and then LVP takes a beer bong. That I was like, I never need to watch LVP take a beer bong. Number. Yeah. But yeah, when Jax was like, it fuels my fire to prove everybody wrong. And I was like, this is exactly who you are, Jax Taylor. Like you are that person that's like, I'll stay with Brittany literally until she breaks up with me so that I can say, see, proved you wrong. I stayed. <laughs> I also, before we move on, I really did like her LVP's conversation with Bo when she when she said, like, you're going to propose to her or, like, ask her to marry you, aren't you? And, like, I thought it was so genuine when he was like, yeah, I am. I know. He's so in love. Yeah. Just, and wait. 
He's going to the Countess in LA this weekend. And guess who else is, guys? Danny Pellegrino. And you? Maybe? Oh, yeah. And me. <laughs> yeah, you guys. So if you see her at Countess and friends, say hi. Yeah, come say hi to me. Um, She'll yeah. probably be wearing like all black. Wait, I literally was going to wear all black. <laughs> Are you wearing a black romper? I thought I might. <laughs> yeah. I know your style. You know I love a good black pantsuit. Yeah. I have so Cute. many of them. We'll Cute. see what I end up with. I just decided today. So, but um, yeah. I'm it's, debating the, the San Francisco one. I'll let you know Try. if it's worth it or not. Did I ask her for free tickets yet? No, I don't think you have. Okay. Yeah. I need to do that. Yeah. Just so okay. I'm let's sure go she'll, over be, the- she'll be really super stoked to give that. She's like, uh, yeah, two judgy girls doesn't buy you tickets. She, she honestly though, like the place that she's playing in San Francisco is really big. What is it? Um, the Masonic. Yeah, she's like playing that, the Wiltern here. That's where I saw um Aziz Ansari. Yeah, no, the Wiltern like, where I see many a band. Like we saw her at Catalina Jazz Club that held like max one fifty. Yeah. So you know what? She better bring it. That's all I'm bring saying. Bring it, baby. Speaking of baby, let's talk about PK and what Kenny must did have we, on him. Did we talk about Luann and Sonia in the Halloween costumes? Oh, I did just, we... no, we mentioned that Babs was like, you guys look hot. But like, could you imagine your 60-year-old, well, they're in their 50s, your 50-year-old mother like dressing up in naughty lingerie and trying to be sexy? I was here for it. There, I you know. I sometimes just have to take a step back and just think, like, when I'm a mom, will I do that? I won't even do it now, but I don't have the bodies like them. But oh yeah, I'm gonna. Like, I don't think I I'm, would. I'm gonna do it to like embarrass my kids, though. Like, I'll show up into like to like my school, like my kids' school, in like a bathing suit, and be like, "Come on, kids, where's Courtney Frames, kids?" Like my dad used to do that to me. He'd dress up in embarrassing outfits and come pick me up from school dances and be like, "Where's Courtney Frain?" That's really funny. Like he'd come in like like MC Hammer pants and I'm like, "Ugh, Dad, could you at least wear the ones without the holes?" Which is like probably speaks very much to like how I don't really like get super embarrassed by like that kind of thing or like think that's uh, that weird. Because he would it's do it to good. me like all the time. I love it. So I want like I like what if what if you came to your like kids' school dressed as like a sl- sexy nurse and you're like, "Hey, it's Mar- Mary. Where's Mary's kids?" And they're like, p- "Parents are looking you're like, oh, just got off a shift." <laughs> <laughs> Can someone do that for us? Like I think or like dress like Dorit, wear like wear bike shorts and a sequin coat, and pick up your kid from school. I mean, I would love that. I think it's like it's so funny. I don't know. I have a few things I want to definitely mention in this episode. Beverly Hills. Yes. So, but we'll get there. But I want to say, remember how last week I was talking about how Rena and Erica's relationship is like a little like it's interesting to me. It was like as if they heard me and they started talking about it this week where the Rena's like, whenever Erica's in town, I just like to steal her away. And I was like, okay. And they went to that weird workout class. I did not. This I, this episode did not do it for me at all. No. I mean, I liked, okay, I loved the, the Kyle. I loved Kyle. I don't like Kyle, but I was so, I I really enjoy seeing them in the sense of like, I thought the way that she parents is like, 
amazing. I think she's actually like an amazing mom. Or is that overbearing helicopter and spoiling? No, I think the fact that she said, like, I want that my kids to know that they are the most important people in my life. And I'm like, that will, like, the, they will be love, like, they will know what love is in the sense. And I think for people that are like, that think it's like really overbearing, it's like, if you've ever been in like, where like your mom wasn't around like while you were growing up like I'm obsessed with my mom and I love my mom but when I was like younger she traveled all the time like and the days that she was like at home like and again you know she had to she like was a single mom providing for me but like the days that she had at home where she'd be like hey I want to do this with you I'd like love that Mm -hmm. like I would love for my mom to be I mean as obsessed with me as I am with her (laughs) well okay I thought it was like I thought it was like very interesting that all the girls like Portia's 10 and still sleeps with them. I don't think I, you know what, again, I'm not going to com- comment like on how anybody else like parents, their kids, unless they I absolutely hate them like Dorit. But like, I just thought they were like, you know, we don't care when she wants to sleep in her own bed. She'll sleep in her own bed. Okay. But I did think it was funny when I, we were watching her make breakfast and she put it on the, the completely made bed. And I was like, where is Portia? And then she's yeah, like, she's sleeping in her parents' bedroom. Yeah, but I also feel like Kyle and Mauricio have like a triple king. Like they probably have like such a large bed. No, no, no. Yeah, like I, it's not that, but I wonder if she's spoiling and not making herself sufficient. Like, she's ten. I, I feel like I can speak to this. <laughs> Huh. As a teacher of 30 children. Okay. <laughs> like, like. 30 rich children I, I think children she is too. showing her love and she's trying to make her day as easy as possible. But like she and then she didn't want to be late. So she decides to put on the shoes. And I get that. Some situations you have to do that. Or you can make the choice. Portia, you're going to be late and get a tardy because you're not getting your ass in gear. I also Sorry. think that part of this was for the camera too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think that Portia, no, like, did what she, she did. She loves to take care of her kids, and she loves to be a mom, and she's holding on and babying Portia till oh, for the sure. end. I'm sure she got a lot of flack for this. Oh, I'm sure. I think Portia, she for sure is spoiling more than the others just because that's the only one that's left. Yeah. But I just, I thought that, I was thinking about it, like, I was even, like, watching their Christmas card as I was, like, you know what, they, you can tell, though, that, like, their parents clearly love them. Like, they never have to wonder if their parents don't love them. And I think that that is, like, amazing. The, the dog getting out of the gates, this was so my family house. Like, the dog would get out, we'd all be running down the street with him. <laughs> like, Casey! <laughs> Who let the gate open? Yeah. Like, get up! Go! <laughs> I don't know I just thought I don't know I it was like it was a nice side to see of Kyle because I usually find that Kyle to be like conniving and I don't really usually like her as much because I think that you know she can also be a sniper from the side but like watching her and her family dynamic I was like okay I I'm into this she's a great mom she she is overprotective and cares for them a lot helicopter but then I also see her take Portia out of school a lot so I don't know Portia just went to Coachella, guys. I saw that. I was like, oh, we're so lucky to take Portia to her first Coachella. I was like, at 10? Yeah. Also, also to just to go back, um, James and Raquel met on New Year's Eve while he was DJing. Mm, makes sense. Makes yeah. Sense. Um, 
yeah but i just i don't know and then i like that it was juxtaposed to like denise's way of parenting and you can tell that there's like still like there's just like a lot of love with raising their girls this is denise's house was much more realistic like right (laughs) everyone's like fighting in the morning over clothes like getting the backpacks together like this, this is a very familiar scene. This it's is like very much probably my mom your would make my was. breakfast every morning, but it was like throwing together whatever, like a cereal bar toast, sometimes a scrambled egg, like eating it in five minutes, like grabbing your lunch and running out the door with one chew on. Oh, definitely. I mean, I just I I like that they were like that they were playing it next to each other though, because it was like you could just still tell like there's just like so much love and she's like Eloise I need to like brush your hair and like Aaron can you do this and like but I also thought it was funny too that they're really trying to sell us on how much Denise has sex with her husband like we get it last week you did this it was the same talking head the same outfit where you're talking about how they have sex then they go to the gym it's a double workout then they do this and to they did this again the same thing like we wake up at five we have sex yeah, and then we go watch the sunrise, and then we go to the, get the girls ready, then we go to the gym. And I was like, well, do you have sex and then the gym, or do you get the girls ready? Like, I don't know. Last week you gave us a different routine. And then I just think about, so after they do the drop-off, what do they do? Well, Denise goes to the gym, and then Kyle goes oh. on a hike with Teddy, because all Teddy does is hike on this show. She's in the ashram right now. Okay. Like a spiritual hiking but place. But I just am like... My friend actually goes to the same ashram. I just feel like I'm like, Teddy, okay, we like we get that you were a gym person, but like, can you do anything besides hike? Wait, Teddy's new confessional with the hair? She's like the wearing bangs? a ponytail wig, like... It's like those Ken Pave's Jessica Simpson clip-in bangs. They were bad. <laughs> it was a horrible look. I thought she was going to fly away. It was like I, I her I could barely see her face. <laughs> it was yeah, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. Okay, let's talk about Dorit's new office at Beverly Beach. I needed to get away from my house because I have people coming in, trying on bathing suits, and they have to go into my guest bathroom and that's where I do my cocaine. So I hired a stylist to create an office space for me where I did not put any area for people to change into bathing suits. Did you notice that? There was nowhere in that office for someone to change into a bathing suit, which is the whole reason she got this office space. But Fifi and and Jagga can have... um, Yeah, they have their own office. Let's talk about the fact, though. I'm sorry. Fifi Nava is the star of this family. They have been putting way too much on Jagger. Fifi Nava is the real star. I loved her braids. And she's a very cute little girl. She's so cute. And last weekend she went to Kyle's and she's like, those are my girls. And then this week she's like, oh my God, pink for me. She's really sweet. And I was like, this is the star. Jagger, go eat your not ice cream. (laughs) Jagger, go play rock and roll. Yeah. Jagger. Jagger. No, you. Mimi, Mimi. Jagger. (laughs) No, Jagger. He's come a long way. He's come a long way. I just think that Fifi, like, they need to put, they've been putting all their eggs in that Jagger basket, but it's all about Fifi. I agree. I agree. <laughs> I think it's also all about Camille. Ooh. Denise and Camille lunch. Like, I love how Denise is like, well, we're both survivors. Like, we had very public divorces. 
And, you know, I, I think, you know, me and Camille have a lot in common. And then well, at the I end liked of the lunch, she... she was like, what yeah. has, like, what is Camille saying behind my back? Like, this is scary. Well, I like when Camille walks into Denise goes, what are you wearing? This is Malibu. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Denise. Camille lives in Malibu. No, like, that's what both I do. I know. But she's like basically saying like, Camille, like, I felt like she was calling Camille out. Like, you never dress like this. Like, no heels. Come on. Yeah. And then when. Camille was just like spilling all the dirt. I was like, somebody give her back her diamond. Camille, Camille's like, you know, Teddy, she's just like a know-it-all. She's just like an entitled millennial. LVP, she's too prideful. You know, just everyone's phony around here. And Denise is like, whoa, like, what are you going to say about me and Aaron next? Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, it was. Camille coming in the RV. I feel like, do we actually like, okay. Yes, everybody's going in that, that RV. RV. Isn't going to happen. No, the RV was sitting outside of Teddy's house for that dinner. That's right. That's right. Where and, nobody could walk up the sidewalk. Okay, I literally texted you and I was like, "If you watch anything of this episode, please just watch all these women try to walk up that sidewalk to Teddy's house." It was like so I felt good. like I felt like they were in you know at the carnival like that that one uh, fun house like you walk through and it's like things are going back and forth and you're trying to like balance yourself to get across it. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like that's what watching watching all of them and their like high heels be like whoa like whoa this hill we're on an angle. It was these outfits were like horrible. Teddy in that pink sweater dress that was Ugh. like you have an adorable body. Don't hide it. I'll wear the potato sack for you. Also, it's like off brand. It was not a good look. And then like Denise, Denise was the only one that looked normal. Like jeans and a shirt. I liked LV, I, or I liked Lisa Rinna. She was wearing like a little peplum top and black pants. But then like Erica, it's like we watch you for your glammy. You show up in an XXL sweatshirt. Actually, I did like Kyle's outfit. Uh, but I just think it's like a lot to wear to someone's house for a quote unquote happy hour. I but I actually appreciate the fact that the BH girls like if there's one thing that they do, they're always giving us some sort of fashion. Yeah. And I like that. So they have I, a lot of misses. Oh, the huge. Tons of misses. Like, so many misses. Like, I mean, Dorit came to that lunch with PK, LVP, and Ken looking like freaking Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. No, they were like funeral homes. And my friend pointed out to me, like, no one ever wears a seatbelt. Like, when Dorit and PK are driving, they never wear seatbelts. Notice this from now on, you guys. Oh, I hate Like, that. even in New York, too. That Bethany. annoys me. I don't like That's that. not safe. Yeah, but um, I thought that Wait, let's talk about let's talk yeah, about because I want to go back to that dinner, but I'd like, but I think we need to talk about the lunch first. I thought that it was really interesting the fact that one, I'm like, please stop again, please stop calling Ken Kenny, Kenny, Kenny. Like we all know that that's a new nickname you've given him this year, and well, stop it, Kenny, Kenny, Kenny. Kenny, we think that you sold the story to Ray Dot. And I'm like, at this point, I'm like, Dorit, stop arguing with her because clearly you she's never going to say that she sold this story, okay? So you keep arguing because you want to be right, but you also want her friendship. So you either just say, let's agree to disagree and move on. That's or, what Dorit was saying, though. I don't think she – like, I felt like PK was like, if you're telling me – like, he was basically saying, if you're telling me you didn't do it, then I will believe you because you're my friend. And Dorit was like, I think somebody did it, though. Like, she couldn't Yeah, and it. that's okay. That's her opinion. I know, but, but Lisa, I think Lisa had a point of, like, if you think I'm such a liar, why do you want to be my friend? 
And I actually totally agree with that. Like, why would you want to be Lisa's friend if she's a liar? Like, you clearly, you don't trust her. Yeah, and I understand that point. But, like, also, like, they were trying to convince her, like, it was like it. It felt really weird. I like, will agree. First of all, I, yeah. that her husband took their side. Yes, I thought that was weird too. That they were trying to like get PK to stay on their side too. Like, well, PK, your did. wife, your wife doesn't believe us, so I don't know what we should do. Like, um, like talking as if like Dorit isn't even in the room. Yeah, and, and then weird. they were like, "Well, guess what? If you don't believe that side, then then it's over." Yeah, like, but it was like. N- it was it she 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 was damned if she did and she was damned if she don't. Yeah, like I always felt like LVP and Kem basically were like, PK, you can have us, but you can't have Dorit then. I was like, I felt like are you try are you like challenging their marriage right now? This is very strange. Ken's like, You're just no friend of mine then. And also then only be friends with PK. <laughs> yeah. PK's like in his black turtleneck, like, yes. And LVP's but- just eating her sushi with a fork and knife. But the thing that bothered me was, yeah, people got really mad about that. But the thing that bothered me is like, Dorit's like, I am being honest and I want to move forward and I want you to be my friend. But like, I don't think I, you can't convince me that someone from your camp didn't plant that story. I also just wish that Dorit would also say I was in the wrong like, that's what I still is like. She right. just doesn't like if she I feel like if she said to Lisa, like, I you can't convince like I really think that something did and I and what makes me so upset about this is I did do, like I was in the wrong and I just didn't real like she could have said like I just didn't realize I needed to take it back I don't know what happened like it's all such a blur like I'm just so sorry about what my part in this then I feel like LVP would actually like move on or at least admit like well maybe it was Sessa right no this lunch was actually creepy to me like they really I mean well they're like fine you're you think i'm a liar we can't be friends bye but then like yeah and when she it, said it, she was if, leaving if she came over to that side like they would have been i don't know there was something like made me irk well and then when she was like okay bye i love you and she's like you love like how can you love me lisa and say we're not friends and she's like you know what we're not i don't love you and i was like <laughs> what i was like let's just get to the indian gay night no it's been and then also <laughs> She's like, well, PK, I'm leaving. Are you coming with me? It was like they were going to go their separate ways, like PK and Dorit. I was like, what's happening I know. here? It was, it was like, I'm like, are they swingers? I don't, something, I don't. There was something weird. I, you're totally right. The, the whole thing was weird. And then what was still cracking me up is then when we skipped to like Teddy's dinner is like, and Erica was so right about this. She's like, it's so funny. Like basically Kyle and Dorit again. And I love Camille for saying like, I've never even heard of you until you joined this cast. <laughs> and kyle being like yeah me too and then being like well they're friends like when we would come into the city we would see each other and kyle kyle's like they weren't at your wedding yeah engagement party birthdays nothing yeah like i've never seen a single photo of you yeah like i know my friend's friends yeah and she's like i well maybe you're just not that important in her life and erica when she said you know it's funny you two are talking about lvp and lvp is not thinking of either of you and I'm like, it's so true. I wish that Erica and LVP could be on the same side. 
Yeah. I feel well, like they would be She so did invite us. her to the, the Indian, <laughs> the juxtaposition between those two parties. Like so the weird. Indian, like just Ken and Lisa in the Indian garb. I was like, I can't. I, I, I can't. And it just, yeah, it was a weird, yeah, you're totally and right. John just, Sessa, like, we're like watching, I, I died. Yeah, we were watching them dance and then while the other ones fight over and, and they're like fighting over like who's going to sleep where in this RV. And they're like not even going to like. They're are, gone are for they one day. They're not even going to do an overnight. I bet they all go home. I would like, I'm curious. Will they show the night to the morning? Uh, well, it seems like we see in the previews that basically Camille and Teddy start going at each other and it's dark. So, okay. I mean, it's just, you know, and I'm sure that we've missed a couple of things here, but there was a lot to go over today. I did really like Rena's. 2008 DVDs. Oh, I, I bet she wanted, got some new buys. I almost wanted to buy it. And wait, also, like, haven't we talked about how Dorit calls um, PK Bubba? Yes. Bubba. Yes. Bubba. We've talked about it many times. Yeah. But it's always good to remind. Okay. Okay, well, so when's the next time we're going to see LVP? Just old scenes alone from now on the rest of the season, I think. Yep, scenes alone. Unless maybe one, one more with Denise. Uh, maybe an Erica uh, one. Maybe. It's interesting she reached out to Erica to come to the party. Yeah, I mean, I wonder if maybe like Erica, I wonder if somehow maybe they like donated or something to the cause, like, mm-hmm. you know, like petitions or something like that. And so she invited her for that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'll, it'll be curious. I mean, now that we've seen them doing this hustle thing, the hustle in New York, it doesn't surprise me to tape these scenes later. Like we know that Vanderpump Vegas is part of this season, even though it was taped a month ago. So I don't know. But anyways, let's wrap it up here. Thanks for listening, guys. Find Courtney at Countess and Friends. Mm-hmm. Um, check out Zola and Beauty by Design and five stars only. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Spring is in full bloom. Are your finances blooming too? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grows, so could the opportunities for lower rates on loans like cars or home loans. The Chime Credit Card Builder Visa Credit Card has no annual fees, interest, or credit checks to apply. You can use it everywhere Visa Credit Cards are accepted and you're building credit using your own money. My favorite feature is the spot me. So it's a fee free overdraft. So you just set up a qualifying direct deposit, sign up for spot me and chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that exceeds your balance. You, um, the overdraft fee is up to $200 without fees with spot me. Um, when you set up with a qualifying direct deposit, you can p- get paid up to two days earlier with direct deposit. So with a qualifying direct deposit, you can get access to your money sooner. They have over 60,000 fee free ATMs and you can send and receive money using chime. And th- if you are like sending out money and they're not a chime member that works too, and you can cash out your money fee-free with Chime Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com slash judgy. That's Chime.com slash judgy. Chime. 
feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by the Bancor Bank NA or Stride Bank NA member FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out of network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com slash disclosure for details. Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, tap into your power, and build towards your summer you. Peloton accommodates your schedule with a variety of class lengths to choose from. Uh, they have some that are only five minutes long. And I can tell you with Peloton, if I start just, I'll like do a 10 minute class and then I'm like, "Mm, I could do one more 10 minutes. I could do one more 10 minutes. And all of a sudden I've done 30 minutes of working out, which always feels great. They have such a variety of classes and so much flexibility. Um, You know, you can move your body in so many different ways. Peloton has a range of class types. So you can do a walking class. Um, Are you really interested in running a marathon, they can help you train for a marathon. They have yoga, meditations, Pilates, hip workout, and you can move at your own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations. I get a weekly update with their guided programs that take the guesswork out of working out so you can jump right in, keeping your fitness journey fresh every day. Peloton has everything you need to get where you're going, whether it's um, running outdoors or riding at home or strength training at the gym, Peloton has something for you. Get a head start on the summer you with Peloton at onepeloton.com. That's onepeloton.com.